0: Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek, the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event, use promo code OSP, download the SeatGeek app, or go right to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Do you want to know edge over Vegas, Tate? I certainly do. I do not. <laughs> you just like giving them your money? Yeah, I like to give them, yeah. you. You, you like, charitable. You go to Vegas and you're like, I like all these fancy things. Mm-hmm. How can I contribute? Here's like, yes, here's some yeah. money. And Keep I like the mob and things. the mafia, yeah. so,
1: you know, you just give them more cash.
0: For those of us who do want an edge over Vegas, download BetQL, the app you need to get an advantage this season. Discover value bets, line movement, and find out what bets the public backs with BetQL. The best part, BetQL is free to download from your mobile device. Head to betql.co and use promo code SHINING for your three-day trial. Give yourself an advantage over Vegas and download BetQL. That's betql.co and promo code Shining. Someone actually just tweeted us and said they we you know we we did a uh, we did a BetQL ad read last show mm. downloads it hits a parlay immediately. So
1: there you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. Please donate it <laughs> yeah. to yeah. Send it. We'll send Skim you our address. a little address. off the top to us. Yeah. Thank you. Um.
0: So yeah, BetQL. Check out check out those guys. Uh, today we we're we we're doing previews. Preseason is here, Tate. We are previewing all of the basketball teams that we care about.
1: Yes. we Last year was the first year, or, the, or really the second year, but really the first year. We did it by conferences, and what we have slowly realized, I think, together is that no one really thinks about college basketball in terms of conferences. They and change that, all the time. It, it yeah. used to be like every single site, ESPN, see, everyone used to write conference previews. And now people are so lazy, they don't even do that anymore. And by that, what
0: we realized is that no one listened to our Pac-12 preview (laughs) last year
1: or whatever it is. Yeah, but we do have a West Coast basketball episode that you can go back and Um, scroll and find, and and that'll take care of that. No,
0: so, uh, yeah, we were talking about it. We wanted to do—we were thinking, like, what's a fun way to do preview for the season? Um, And we didn't want to do conference previews because, like Tate said, what ends up happening is people only listen to your thing. We want everyone to be well-informed on all the teams. So here's what we came up with. Uh, The NCAA, as we know— in the NCAA tournament, it has this quadrant system. Mm-hmm. If you ask us what the hell it means, we have no idea. That's not the point. That's not our job. Our job is just to tell you that the quadrant system exists. This was
1: bad for the quad community because they yeah. had like quad box. There was a lot of good things going for the quad community, but quadrants not. So we great. have the new. They did like
0: didn't they do the quadrants last year, and then they switched the system this year to the net thing because they mm-hmm. got rid of the RPI. Mm-hmm but the quads stick stuck around, so we still have quads.
1: Anyway, long story short. <laughs> Neutral and road <laughs> games will be weighted differently in the same way yeah. that teams on this list will be and weighted differently. And when the dust
0: settles, <laughs> Duke got a one seed with nine losses.
1: Sorry, guys. And it's Duke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so here's what we're doing. Here's, here's how our previews are going to work. We're doing four shows. We're doing one today. We're doing one later this week. We're doing two next week before we go on tour. Uh, tickets still available, by the way. Especially in Louisville. Especially in Louisville.
1: We, we've learned slowly over time that we have planned maybe the worst date in history to do something in Louisville, Kentucky. So dude, if you're don't, there.
0: Don't promote the competition. God damn it, dude. There's there's literally no no no. There's literally nothing <laughs> going on in the entire state of Kentucky on Saturday, <laughs> November third. So come see us at headliners. Uh, also, we're in Columbus. We're in uh, Chicago's already sold out, and we're in uh, Bloomington. So check that out if you haven't already. Um, but we are we are doing with our previews uh, before before we go on tour. We decided to sit down
1: and do our top 100 teams. Mm. Now,
0: is this the is this the hundred best team state?
1: No, no, it's not. These and, are the hundred teams that we personally have prided ourselves on, care about, we find are willing to keep up with. They have storylines. They may have a coach that's interesting. They may have a player that's interesting. They mm-hmm. may have a scandal that's interesting. They may they, have nothing they have, along those lines that we may be biased and want to talk about. They
0: may have like literally nothing going on, and we just feel obligated to mention them mm-hmm. for some reason because we are hacks at this and just want to make sure we check all the boxes. And let's be honest, if you send a Starbucks gift
1: card to Mark yeah. Titus, we will right. talk about
0: you. Right, so there, there, there's some of that going on. Um, so that's what we did. Yeah, we sat down and, and planning this. We ranked all of our teams, 1 through 100, that we were interested in. Uh, and by that, I mean we ranked like teams 1 through about – what do we get to like forty-eight or nine, and we were like, <laughs> "Whoa!" We are yeah. like, "Wow, we got to really find some teams to talk <laughs> about." We, uh, we just kind of threw them together. So, um, if you if you take this super seriously and get upset about where we rank teams, uh, please know I hate you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's a free country. You can do what you want. You can tweet at us and tell us we're idiots, but just know that just know that we hate you because mm-hmm. we we you know didn't take it that seriously, especially the lower teams. We took the yeah, like I said, we probably took the top fifty-ish kind of seriously, and then after that, we're like, "God damn." There's a lot of teams Yeah, basketball. we had
1: to basically scrap at the bottom. But so. all for good reasons, all for entertainment purposes, this is what it's about. Don't take this seriously. Don't think it's the 100 best teams in college basketball because yeah, we're not doing important. that.
0: So these are the 100 teams that we find the most interesting heading into this college basketball season. We will do 25 per show, so we're working backwards, build a little suspense. Go ahead and take a wild guess at who number 1 might be this year, folks. Mm. I don't know. Hmm, hmm. Mm. You're gonna have to stick around and and find out. We will be doing uh, the first twenty five. So that's what numbers one hundred through like seventy six today. Yes, that's what we're doing. That's we're math. getting into it. College basketball preview. The season is almost here. We're getting into it all. But first, Rick Pitino. It's- All right, Tay, before we get started, I just got an email um, from, and I, I don't know, this seems like a pretty massive de- deal. Um, we'll get to our previews in a second, but this seems pretty urgent. Um, I got an email from Mark Schleybach. Ooh. Yeah. That Personal Mark email. Yeah, yes. and I thought it was a hoax, but mm. I, I cross-referenced. I sent it to like some other college basketball writers. I was like, is this Schleybach's email? They said it was. Um, the subject says, please listen now, uh, and then the, the MP3 is titled Wiretap. Wow. I haven't listened this to it yet. This is the tap? I think, think this might be the tap. So this so is Sean Miller Kyle, I've, via email. Kyle, I've, I just forwarded it to you. Did, you. did you get it? I got it. Okay. Got it. Um. So we're we're going to listen to the this this might be the Sean Miller tap because I think I don't like I was I was calling around people. They said that Schleybach has heard the pod.
1: He this is us, a Schley bomb.
0: Yeah, he heard he hears us talking shit about him mm-hmm. all the time about mm-hmm. how he doesn't actually have the wiretap. So uh, this is this is a big scoop for us. I haven't again. I haven't listened to it, but this is this would be a massive scoop. So Kyle, go ahead, play the let's clip. Play let's that. see what let's see what we got. All right, here it comes. I'd like to welcome everybody to Patino Press. This is uh, something special for me because I'm going to have some guests on that
1: are some of the best in the game and in a lot of different sports and couldn't really uh, have this podcast without the help of Casamigos Tequila. It was created by George Clooney, who was at
0: my national championship game, actually, and I left him tickets in, in 96 at Kentucky because he is from
1: Kentucky and a big fan, as well as Randy Gerber, fellow native uh, Long Islander, and Mike Melman, who has all these tremendous resorts throughout the country. Really thankful with casamigos it's a great tequila i drink it it's brought to you by
0: by those who drink it as well so i'm real excited to have them uh, with us god damn it he got <laughs> us
1: he got us it turns out it was mark.schlebach at espn.co <laughs> we got punked and no no in there uh so unfortunately not not the schlebach we not thought. the wiretap but there is good news. Casa, casa, what's, what's the name? Casamigos. <laughs> of of Casamigos. Best tequila. I mean, you drink it, I drink it. Spots. <laughs> I didn't
0: actually listen to the. Uh, I didn't actually listen to what the company was, but Tate, like the first time we were listening to the Potato Pod together, the Amiga ad comes in. I see Tate over there. You were like researching this George Clooney company for like thirty minutes. It was the funniest thing. And getting you're, upset because yeah, yeah, I'm like, cause they were <laughs> like, "Goddamn, I want to do that with
1: my life." Well, I thought they got evaluated at a billion dollars, which is just a lot. You know, anything you get evaluated, it's mm-hmm. not true. But then they're like, "No, they already bought." They got it bought for, out. Yeah. yeah, Diageo bought it. How do for we a get evaluated dollars? as a
0: podcast? How do you like, get a billion? Dollars? How do you get a value?
1: Yeah, let's. Well, I think you just lie, right? Don't you just say we got yeah. evaluated? Like no one can really check on that. Yeah, it's like your net worth. You just say what? Yeah,
0: it is. yeah. There's no way of yeah. Just data, it. Yeah, you're just like.
1: Yeah, we'll it it, it kind of reminds me of like if you were a shoe company, let's say like uh, maybe like New Balance, and you came out and you said, We gave this high school recruit uh, a $14 million deal. And <laughs> Wait, there's, like, there's like really no way to check that. So, you know, it, it's pretty good business for like the agency to no, say real, that was exp- worth $14 explain million. Explain this.
0: Explain this. Because I, I was having this conversation with my dad last night. Because um, he was, he called me and he's like, What about this Darius Basley getting the getting the big New Balance contract, and I was like, Dad, you know that's bullshit, right? And he's like, what? That can't be. He's like,
1: the news lies? And I was like, you know, Dad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say. Dad, have you ever heard about this uh fake news? Uh Well, it's not really fake news. It's PR. I think that's sort of the it's problem. It's lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fake news. It's just lying. <laughs> it's just lying. Uh To basically make yourself sound good, and I mean... There's no, I mean, what is new? Ba- is New Balance going to come well, out and say we didn't yeah. give him $14 million? So the, like, is Darius basically going to say, I didn't get a million dollars? The thought is,
0: and I swear we're going to get to our previous, but <laughs> 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 I th- I think, man, we'll see. Uh, the thought is that uh, the agents are putting out, like, astronomical numbers. Um, this saying, is
1: Clutch Sports. This is Rich yeah, Paul. This is LeBron. Because they know,
0: like, th- that's the weird thing about the modern NBA and, and modern professional sports is that like every, I shouldn't say everyone, but I'm I'm generalizing here. But but people know who the athletes are represented by, mm-hmm. and that's very strange to me. I didn't know who Allen Iverson's agent was when I was in junior high. But like people know that yeah. Rich Paul represents LeBron. It was his best you know, friend like, that he yeah. grew yeah. up with in
1: Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's like,
0: but this 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 uh this is the the state of of professional basketball now. It's like everyone knows the agent. So anytime an athlete does anything. People immediately are like, ooh, great deal by the agent to get mm-hmm. that one signed. So the agents have figured this out. They figured out that the media will report literally anything that they're told. Yes. And so they just leak bullshit and then people run with it. And then the companies themselves, like New Balance, yeah, like you said, they're not gonna come out and be like, we didn't we didn't off that because they're they're sitting back like what the fuck like people are talking about us? okay cool
1: and could I you like imagine that. just being a New Balance employee and you're just like we gave him we gave this kid mm. fourteen million dollars yeah. like is he even gonna make the NBA is he gonna get drafted the kid Where, who, like, the kid what's who going runs the,
0: the kid who runs the New Balance Twitter accounts making like nineteen and a half thousand dollars a year <laughs> <It's> like
1: what <laughs> yeah. he's getting paid an exposure well, in tweets uh, anyway. yeah so we're, it's a tough position but to put it in context I talked to someone yesterday and they said. Mm. Let me just you tell you: this. Are you sourced? Yeah, I got okay. some sources, an agent source. Right. So let's put it in context. Chris Paul's making right now two hundred fifty thousand dollars with his shoe deal. So mm. you're telling me that Darius Bailey, who it's making a million, not only has not played a <laughs> minute of basketball that matters, is not in college basketball to help build his, you know, whatever. Basically, all these, even Joel Embiid, there's like worries that he won't be able to sell shoes. So if you're worried that. DeAndre Ayton or Joel Embiid, superstars in this league or future superstars in this Mm -hmm. league, can't sell and make you a profit. Why would a company like New Balance, who's not even in this game, then give Mm -hmm. someone a million dollars? It's PR. Mm -hmm. It's good for the business. It's good for the agency. It's good for the player. And we're happy to live in the bubble but we have to point out the fact that it is wild that yeah. no one, no one has seemed to the bubble. Everyone, the bubble's bullshit. You just but we're happy to live yeah, in it. Just clap, um, clap, and move on.
0: Anyway, Darius Baisley is the the uh, guy who got that modified. Just, yes. just a little side note. Mm. Just uh, I don't I'm not sure if people were aware of this. The Darius Baisley's from Cincinnati. He committed to Ohio State. He decommitted and like basically being the shithead that he is, like comes out and is like, he he didn't just decommit. He he's like, I don't want to play at Ohio State. They're bums. They suck. <laughs> Uh, that program is a dumpster fire. I don't want to be a part of that. And then all the Ohio State fans, instead of trusting that Thad mod has built a winner for however, for over a decade, they're like, I trust the 19-year-old kid in Cincinnati that thinks... Yeah. And then they lose they, their minds they, and they're they, like, oh, what has become of our program that this guy doesn't want to come here? And then as it turns out, he's... Kind of a douche. So they trusted cares? the
1: written statement by the agent that just leaked yeah, that $14 right, million yeah, dollars right. was made. And then he goes to Syracuse and Jim Baham's
0: like, God damn, this kid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> then,
1: He's like, you can't go to the G-League, yeah. it'll be all right. Like you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh but that's anyway. that's where we're at in college basketball. That's the news, right? That's all we that's pretty much all we have.
0: That's it. Let's get to the previews. Uh we because we have a lot of teams to get to. We have twenty-five teams we want to get to. We are starting with team one hundred. Um and do you do you wanna tease it? Do you wanna uh, do you wanna get the people a little hot and bothered before we dive into it, or do you just wanna jump right into it and start
1: listing teams? Let's start listing teams okay. because let's be honest, no one is really waiting on pins no. and needles for us to do this.
0: Team one hundred is the Chicago State Cougars. Um, they are our final team for a reason. Uh, they did not hire me, and by extension, did not hire you, and by extension did not hire Kyle. Uh, They had and did not
1: bring in Kanye West to design their shoes. Right, exactly. Uh, Big mistakes across the board for the Cougs.
0: We are having our eye on Chicago this year. We are very interested to see what happens uh, in a very nefarious way. We want them (laughs) to suck ass. And I, I don't know. I'm not. I, I when when they initially hired someone else, I put a curse out and said Chicago State will never win a national championship again. I thought about it. I thought it was really petty of me. Like, a lot of people have said, just move on, dude. You're bigger than this. Don't steep to their level. Um, don't be a dildy. But here's the don't thing. Don't be a don't Tracy. Be, yeah, don't yeah. be a dildy. Yeah. I'm going to double down, Tate. I mm. actually thought about it. Like, I think I'm justified to be upset. Uh, a deal I'm does. Not only, yeah. I'm not only going to curse them and say they're never winning a national title. I'm going to curse them this year and say they're going to have a losing record and, and miss the NCAA tournament. So... Let's see what happens. They so opened the a lot of a lot of eyeballs yeah. on a Lance Irvin's yeah. program. Yeah. A lot of people talking. A lot of right pressure. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, they opened the, <laughs> the season. city of Chicago is <laughs> just waiting Here's, to see what happens. For real
0: though, the re- the real reason I'm 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 actually like obviously well, is it obvious that it mm. was it was sort of a bit to to get the job, but um, I'm like three percent upset because they opened the season at IU, and that would have been like an incredible game if I they should have hired me just for that one game. And then fired me. Mm-hmm. Just let me go to IU and coach against Archie Miller. I played for Archie Miller. I know his playbook. His playbook is get the ball to Romeo Langford. Watch, watch, what's It's gonna happen. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen on November 6th. And I don't. know. Chicago State. Texas In my State mind,
1: gonna, the way I envision it all playing out was you're coaching your first game, Chicago State sideline. And as soon as your team scores the first, it's probably eighteen to zero at this point. But your team scores the first bucket, yeah. They stop the game, you know, yeah. like like, yeah. like 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 in Tyler Hands were broke like, the scoring record. They stop the game, right, right? Cameras come out. You go down the like, middle uh, of the court. They pull your jersey up. Yeah. Titus Indiana. Yeah. People are, people are going <laughs> crazy. Like this guy doesn't give a shit about the kids at all. And you're like, of course. What did I tell you? This is what it is. I'm not taking a salary, yeah. so I'm going to take in the mm-hmm. moment, soak it up. It's like your retirement a salary. salary. Yeah. You know,
0: it's respect. Like that Lee Corso when uh, like we get up to nothing and we do. All this yeah, like mm-hmm. Lee Corso, uh, when he was up on Ohio State, uh, stopped the game and took a picture with his team, saying, "I was like, <laughs> did you know this? This is a real no. story." Was Lee Corso was coaching in Indiana? I think it was like halftime or something like that. They they did like a t- uh, they took a board. picture in front of the scoreboard and said, "We're beating Ohio State." Yeah, Not I would have so done, <laughs> done that. Uh, so yeah, Chicago State is team one hundred. They, um, if you're wondering, uh, is Chicago State going to be any good? Is Titus just being a vindictive douche and is just upset that? They didn't hire him, and as it turns out, Chicago State is actually good. Uh, they scrimmaged IUPUI, they lost 50 to 86. So, mm. IUPUI, so. coached by Jason Gardner, remember him? Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. yeah, nice. The high socks, the bleach blonde hair at Arizona. Yeah, I would that say my you, favorite era of Arizona basketball.
1: By the yeah, way, I would say Jason if you Bears. were vindictive, you would not have put them on the list because I mm-hmm. did not want them to be on the list. You didn't want them to be on the list, no. I wanted them
0: on the list, yes. but I won them on the list so I can make fun of them. So, there's that. Uh, by the way, last, last comment, I I I googled Chicago State basketball this morning same and um as i was googling it uh the the first suggestion that pops up is Chicago State basketball coach mm. and i and by the way i tested this on incognito mode so it's not just my browser history that's i don't i don't know that that that's a thing right like doesn't if you do incognito mode, doesn't it wipe your browser history? So I don't, God, I hope. I think that's God, what I they say. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's what they say. Kyle, you a more experience <laughs> yeah, yeah, with this. Yeah. Hey, I'm wow, more of a dark web kind of out. guy, so Let us I don't know. know what you know. Uh, so I did it on incognito mode, so, does it, so it wasn't biased here. I just wanted to see what the, the general public was searching for when they searched Chicago State basketball. Mm-hmm. Coach was the first thing. The second thing was Chicago State basketball, Mark Titus. And number five was Chicago State basketball coach, Mark Titus. So you tell me, did I generate interest in Chicago State or did I not, Tate? You like, did. And based I, on I your took, own browser history. I didn't take a goddamn time for it. <laughs> <laughs> so what we learned is that I Googled my own name. Your own Gmail is <laughs> popping up. You're like, this is
1: crazy. People can look this up. Uh, <laughs> can we get to the next scene? Because yeah, this is, this is where Things sort of are going to fall off by the wagon. I think fall. people are going to get upset. Yeah, that. people
0: are really going to start. <laughs> this and it's is where not, people
1: are turning off the podcast. And again, like I'll do the Robin Williams. It's not your fault, uh, Loyola Chicago. It's We know whose fault it is. Uh, she's about 99 years old. And <laughs> that's not. why we put it. That's exactly. No, hold on. No, listen.
0: We wanted to put Loyola. So Loyola Chicago is our 99th our team. We wanted to put them at like the 7 or 8 range. Because yeah. we're super interested in Loyola Chicago. Obviously. Mm-hmm. We loved Loyola Chicago. Mm-hmm. But Sister Jean turned 99, and it just made sense to put him at 99, right?
1: I had them 30, but then I docked them 69 spots because mm, of Sister Jean, go. and now <laughs> right at 99. So that that worked out. Uh,
0: in all seriousness, should we mention players on on Loyal Chicago? Because uh, people forget that people, people have to play the games. I don't games. think people ever forgot. I don't think people ever knew in the first <laughs> place. I think to forget, you have to know the players' names in the first place. Uh, people so, think Sister Jean was Air Bud. Loyola Chicago should actually have a decent team this year. Yes. Um Clayton Custer's. I'm back. not gonna be insane and say they're gonna go to the final four again, but uh Clayton Custer's back. Cameron Kretwig, the uh the, the old school big yes. like basically Karnowski. <laughs> Little
1: brother, yeah. <laughs> like
0: Karnowski at the YMCA mm-hmm. is 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 back. Marcus Towns is back, Porter Moser, the head coach, is back. Uh they lost Ben Richardson, who was like Custer's sidekick shot all the threes. Mm-hmm. People remember this, right? You guys all remember this, right? Do yeah, you, you remember this the is actual game? This is yeah. your Cinderella. I sure your ar- Why it. why am I telling everyone? They already know this. Uh they lost Dante Agram. Um I thought I thought I saw somewhere where they lost Sister Jean. Like she I don't <laughs> no. know that. No, no, Hold it, on. no, she
1: was like lost on campus. No, <laughs> dude. Oh. Hold on. No, that's what? No,
0: stop. That's <laughs> too far, Tate. Too far. Um I'm <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> inappropriate. Kyle, cut this part. What? So, <laughs> I thought I I thought I thought remember, vaguely remembered something about her visiting a Jesuit school on the West Coast or something, and then mm-hmm. people were tweeting at us like she's a bandwagon fan. But then I tried to Google it, and I couldn't find anything, so maybe I'm just misremembering. No, I mean, we I know remember. she's
1: a bandwagon fan. Uh, there's no, there's no <laughs> worries about that. I mean, we understand that. We Look, Sister Jean, we've enjoyed the ride. We know that it will continue this year. But again, we just wanted to make it about the players. It wasn't Sister Jean's fault, even though she did not make it all about herself.
0: <laughs> Sister Jean did. Hold on. Okay, I, I'm 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 thinking through this. Are we are we being mean? Sister Jean did leave the game early. People do forget that. And then Swaggy pulled her up on the way out. Yes. I remember that? Yes. Yeah. She, she did was, leave the game early, but she. But wasn't there a reason why she? I don't know.
1: She's like Justin Timberlake. Of I found. This team. Listen between she's between the, the
0: fi- in between the final four now. I found some morals over the summer, so I'm trying to like adjust my. Views on Sister Jean, but
1: she did know, throw out a first did, pitch at, yeah. Cubs, just, at the Cubs and White Sox. I mean, she'll go where. You, yeah, are you just are you just lumping every nun into one now? <laughs> it's
0: just she a, threw out their first pitch at a Cubs yeah, the Sister Community. Uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of Chicago, our mm. n- our team number ninety eight is the DePaul Blue Demons. Um, Eleven consecutive losing seasons. <laughs> they are. They have a. <laughs> They have won uh 15 of their Big East games in the last 11 years, Tate. Um, and th- this is my favorite nugget on DePaul. I was googling, I was on Wikipedia looking through like just how bad has DePaul been? Um, and you do the list of seasons. I'm not sure how you look up historical stuff. Uh, I I use the basketball re- or the uh, sports Google. reference, and then I use yeah, Google, and then I use Wikipedia. I, I kind of use a little both. But anyway, I go on Wikipedia. I love the list of seasons thing because you can mm-hmm. scroll through and then they got it like highlighted like when they won championships and all that. Not a lot of highlighting going on with DePaul, but this is the funniest part. If you go on DePaul's Wikipedia, it has the conference ranking, like where they finished, and it'll say like 10th, 11th, 10th. 10th. But it's the only page I've ever seen in in all my years of doing this, and I go on Wikipedia pages a lot for college basketball teams. It's the only page I've ever seen where it'll say like they finished 10th, and then it'll put in parentheses last. Like (laughs) like whoever's doing the the Wikipedia page is signifying all the times that DePaul finished last in their conference. I thought that was pretty funny.
1: And then you realize Sister Jean has been on Wikipedia updating the DePaul page every single day. That's what she's doing with her free time. So it does check out. I'm glad that we're staying in Chicago because uh, there's always drama in Chicago. There's always crazy things Mm -hmm. happen, obviously, like Al Capone. All all these things in history that have happened. We've got a situation. There's all those
0: things like Al Capone, (laughs) other things. Like like the mob and
1: Michael Jordan played there. You know, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Dave Lato, the DePaul coach. This is second term, second time there. This is the story of DePaul that I care about, and I don't mm. even know how many people know about this, but they they were brought up in the FBI scandal. They mm-hmm. um, were. Because, because, <laughs> because a lot of people have been yelling at DePaul over the years that, why don't you just get these Chicago kids? Why don't you just pay these kids? Like, why don't you cheat, basically? And they said, we're trying. <laughs> and they said, we are, and it's just not working. And so that, that's pretty much where we stay with DePaul. They're trying. They're trying. It's not working. So I had this guy, this assistant coach, Rick Carter is his name. So now Dave Lato and the AD, Gene Linty Poncetto, have both gotten orders of protection out against the former assistant coach. Uh, and Lato, Dave Lato, who used to coach at Virginia, of course, people probably remember him from those days, he accused Carter of threatening. <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh, but he accused Carter of threatening to physically bury him and Ponceto, the athletic director, was informed uh, that Carter had threatened to run her over uh, after being fired in June 2017. This is what a segment that I like to call when fall guys go wrong. Jeez. Um, And Rick Carter. We were warned about this. We were warned that there were more. He's not surprised (laughs) there
0: were more murders in college
1: basketball. So the only person that was excited to read this piece was Merle Code. Yeah, Merle Code was like, I tried to tell (laughs) you. I
0: told you. Here it is. Look, look.
1: Um, So that is pretty much like, as far as DePaul basketball, I don't know how exciting, uh, if exciting at all, the season will be. Um, The Carter tweeted out, this is on September 15th. This is the assistant coach. He tweeted, I smell a massacre seems to be the only one to bag you <laughs> bastards up. And for people that read that out of context, that is a Kanye West song uh, called Monster. So it is a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite thing, by the way, is like, you get all these, like, people tweet. <laughs> but, but I'm sure that was a cause for concern. <laughs> that's
0: my I, can't, I can't remember another example that's happened, but I swear I've seen this happen before where uh, like people cite tweets that people put
1: out as like. Are you being sarcastic right now? What? This is how Carolina went down with the football program. No shit. I
0: didn't know. Then this might have been the thing. Marvin
1: Austin in 2009. People that don't know this. He was tweeting rap lyrics. He was in Miami at Club Live. This is a man that does not drink. This is a man that does not smoke. This is a man that has. He's just down at Club Live in Miami. For God knows what reason. Tweeted out Rick Ross lyrics about (laughs) basically like blowing money fast in Club Live. And the incident went right after him and it started the whole scandal. No shit. Yeah. So don't tweet lyrics unless you put quotations around
0: it and quote who it is. That's that's a, that's great words to live by. Do it. In fact, air on the side that John Rossigno does when he tweets the. Uh, my my favorite Rostin tweet is when he does uh, the the Joker one. He puts and here we, we go, yes. and then he puts the Joker Dark Knight circa 2008. no. It's like Heath Ledger <laughs> as the Joker and Dark Knight circa two thousand eight. That's how you got to do it. You you put <laughs> put the rap
1: lyrics layers <laughs> Kanye West circa two thousand
0: five. <laughs> yes, recorded in this studio.
1: Oh, that's funny. So, so yeah, that's that's all I have on Nepal. I, I mean, that's probably the most exciting thing can to keep an on. eye on. Yeah, that's, uh,
0: restraining orders in college basketball. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's not it's not like we we make jokes about it, but at the same time, uh, it is
1: sort of scary.
0: I would I would that would be kind of terrifying.
1: And Carter if, is a guy who's worked for Chris Mack at Xavier. This is a guy who's been around a lot. He's at Missouri before. Yeah, he's Michigan State. Like he's been all over the place. So he's a well known uh, person in the world of basketball. And this will continue to get brought up because. As we know, <clears throat> it's not going to be the Kansases or whoever that have these crazy things happen. It's going to be Cleveland State, NC State, right, and right. Nepal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry, I saw Jalen Rose the other day use that quote, oh, and it what was a great so, quote. It was so sincere, and I was like, I feel bad that we continue what's to make the, fun of this.
0: What's the more basic bitch move?
1: Is like, <laughs> is it <laughs> tweeting out Kanye it, West the like, threads? Is it like sorority or? girls
0: doing the Marilyn Monroe? Like, if you don't. Yeah. Like me at my worst. If you can't tolerate me at my worst, you, you don't, don't deserve me, me at my best. best. Yeah, or is yeah. it college basketball fans using Jerry Tarkanian's? They hated, th- they wanted to punish Kentucky, so they went after Cleveland State. Like, which, what's the more basic move?
1: My best case scenario is that Jerry Tarkanian's family comes out and says that he never said that quote and yeah. it was completely bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great.
0: Um, all right, moving on. Number 97, sticking in Chicago, just because why not? Um actually is it Chicago? Mm. Northwestern.
1: Mm. Evanston.
0: Yeah, Evanston. It's their own little bubble. They they like to live a little separate. Yeah. Uh the Northwestern Wildcats, contrary to popular belief, Northwestern did have a basketball team last year. I know a lot of people it wasn't really covered in the media. It was weird. Two years ago we 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 heard a lot about Northwestern. Mm. Um even leading into last year, there's a lot of talk about Northwestern. And then Suddenly, I you know, you I was led to believe, like, they didn't have a basketball team. Like, something happened and they just kind of canceled the season. That's not true, Tate. They did have a team.
1: And Chris Collins, last year, preseason top 25, a guy that mm-hmm. we joked about. Could he live up to the pressure? Could he handle the pressure? Um, he was asked at Big Ten Media Day uh, if he had seen where his team was picked to finish this year because the media, mm-hmm. his good old media friends have turned on him. They did not pick him to and finish He said, he he said, said Derek Pardons back there getting stitches because... <laughs> Yes. That's exactly (laughs) what he said. He he said, my back hurts and Derek Parton hurts. And then when they asked Derek Parton, he said, wait, coaches hurt and I'm totally fine. Um... He said people send it to for real. He said people send it to me, and then he smiled like the the classic smirk of yeah. Chris Collins. He said it's all good, as if they have something up their sleeve. They were picked uh, to finish twelfth by the media. Here's the, the thing Ten. about
0: that smirk, like because Bill Self does. A, <laughs> Bill Self has a classic smirk, but Bill Self smirk says, "I'm gonna kick your ass." Mm-hmm. Like Bill Self does the smirk because he knows what's coming down the line. He's like. Keep talking about me, whatever. I'm going to smirk, and then I'm going to kick your ass. Mm -hmm. And Collins has the smirk part. He has, like, the sarcastic, like, we'll see. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then you got to back it up. And I'm... Let's just say I'm not exactly optimistic Northwestern's gonna back it up. Did, this did year. you see
1: that video of this guy? I can't remember what game it was. I think it was like Selling Illinois or something, but it's a it's about to be a punt, and the guy's like getting all hype up and mm-hmm. he's like talking to the guy and he's like, I'm about to wreck you, and the guy literally runs straight over him down the field, like wrecks him. Like, oh, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah <laughs> that's kinda trying. how I feel like that smirk is, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you're like as exactly if, if you is. know something, like you're all hyped up, and then as soon as it really comes, you yeah. just get ran over. Yeah. So uh, that's Northwestern. But they have guys back that, that we care they about, have that we know. Pardon, Vic Law.
0: Yeah, Vic Law. they also have guys not back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the
0: other part about this. Uh, Brian McIntosh is gone. Scotty Lindsey's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are probably the two best players. Uh, Charlie Hall's back
1: though. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that, that really Julia, moved. Louis, me. Yeah. Uh, Julia Louis yeah. Dreyfus. No, I know, I know. Son. I know. It's you exciting.
0: Show some respect,
1: dude. We're showing respect, but again, Northwestern last year <laughs> we had to let them get down to then hopefully climb back up. We, he said he had to change the culture. As yeah. Con said, yeah. that is the buzzword term of modern. They sports. did change the
0: arena. Yes, they're, they're in back. The, they're in the new arena. Uh, mm-hmm. Not new, the renovated Walsh Ryan Arena. Wasn't it $125 million? Uh, yeah, remember when we went to the Cubs game this summer? We tried to go by. Um, we tried to swing by and we just couldn't get in it was we took that as a personal front tate and i like yeah we, as, as easy as it is to to win us over by sending us 12 dollar gift cards mm-hmm. thank you mike hopkins mm-hmm. um it's just as easy to piss us off when i go to your basketball arena and i expect the doors to be unlocked and they're not unlocked then i'm like fuck this program forever and that's pretty much how we <laughs> drew
1: it and speaking of uh mike hopkins mm-hmm. with the starbucks gift card guess who got in the top 25 because they were giving uh-huh. out gifts washington, washington. guess washington. who missed out on that loyola Oh, interesting. Yeah, they were taking the media away from programs like Northwestern. Interesting. Funny how sorry works. Chris Collins.
0: Lesson be learned. The real people that matter in this business biz- in this whole industry of college basketball, us. We matter. Mm-hmm. Um moving on. Number ninety six. Uh it's a team that everyone loves. It's America's Darling, the UNBC retrievers. Um, what do you know about that? <laughs> yeah, well, they beat Virginia. Last they beat year, Virginia last year, seed, right? Mm-hmm. That happened. We were so. Do do we want to revisit this? Um, I I feel like I've, I've I've thought about it a lot. Uh, that I feel like I I loved Virginia so much, and I we obviously love Virginia on here, and uh, because we appreciate what they're doing, we actually like their players. They're fun to watch. Like the the, the budding romance between Ty Jerome and DeAndre Hunter on Instagram is like pretty much the only reason I get on Instagram anymore. Uh, I just like watch their stories, and those guys are like. The best friends in the world, and it's the funniest thing to me. Uh, anyway, I had a soft spot for Virginia, and I was thinking back on like the upset that happened, and I think I was like unfair. Like I should have, as a college basketball media person, I should have like made a, a big deal about this. Mm-hmm. I think part of me was like Virginia didn't have DeAndre Hunter, and it didn't exactly shock me that they lost. It shocked me that they got blown out like that. But um, we
1: broke our own rule. We we yeah. went personal instead of narrative.
0: Right, we did, and and I think uh, looking back, I <laughs> I owe an apology to UMBC, and, and then also can I just say. I know this is gonna make me sound a thousand years old. I know this is gonna sound salted, whatever, whatever the kid, whatever words the kids use to basically dunk on me. Mm-hmm. It, I'm, they're gonna get used. I understand that. I don't like the UMBC Twitter account guy. Okay? Not a fan. I don't get it. Does he? St- is he still yeah, doing? He's that? still like doing the, shit, oh, the stick of no. like, like Arby's will tweet like, "Hey, get get." Uh you can get sixteen roast beefs for for twenty dollars here today, folks. And then they'll like tag themselves on and be like, speaking of sixteen, remember when we were a sixteen seed and we beat the one seed and then everyone and it's like eleven thousand retweets and I'm over there just like I don't I don't fucking get it.
1: I guess that's a that's a stark uh... I mean,
0: like everyone I'm not trying I'm not telling people to not Enjoy it, like go go do you go have fun. I'm not saying throw this man in prison. <laughs> I'm not
1: saying it that far.
0: Just I don't. I don't I'm really just saying
1: it. celebrate things that are actually worth celebrating, like being nominated for uh, best moment at the 2018 ESPYs. Yeah, yeah, didn't even win it, but get well, nominated. The, thing, the
0: one thing I would say though about like the the Virginia upset last year, um, that that was true, was that when DeAndre Hunter went out, mm-hmm. I think with with Jairus Lyles on UMBC. I think an argument could be made, and I'm not even saying it to like to defend the people that like Virginia. He's the best player in the he game. He was the best player in the game. Exactly. He certainly was on that night, but I think you play that game again... Like, the, you play that game a week later after that game took place, I think he's still the best player on the court. I think, like, he would have been the best player on any night. Um, So there's that part of it to where— And I, he's
1: in the NBA. Like he is, I don't know. He's trying out for NBA And teams. I felt really
0: bad because, like, Virginia—we didn't want Virginia— we didn't want a team that won the ACC to be the first 1 seed to lose to a 16 seed. Like, because Virginia—we wanted it to be a situation where it was like a team got gassed up as, like, being great, and then it turns out they weren't great. And you could probably—you could do that with Virginia. I understand people want to do that. They're like, this team's boring, whatever. But they kicked the shit out of the best league in the in the country. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're they're obviously were a legit team, and so there there's that element too, Tate. Where it was like Virginia losing. What does this mean for college basketball? That the team that just kicked the shit out of everybody? Because mm-hmm. like in my mind, the first the first one seed to go down was gonna be like Gonzaga in like 2006, when you know like if Adam more that oh, Adam Morrison like I mean, yeah, or like it, a Wichita mm-hmm. like that's what we really wanted like Nevada this year like Nevada gets really good and then they lose and then everyone laughs and is like. <laughs> or West, Auburn. Let's say Auburn, Auburn has a great year, yeah. and Auburn's a one was, seed. We wanted like a team that was like felt like a phony, but no one wanted to. <laughs> everyone's like, kind of. We, we think they're a phony. Let's see what happens, and they lose. and like, told you they're a phony.
1: And we were pretty much upset because yeah. every single person that watches college basketball from a really different vantage point than us, mainly NBA yeah. people, hate Virginia. So when they lost, I right. was like, told you so. Yeah.
0: So I was trying. I, I, like I got that. super defensive. Anyway, I want to tap my chest and say my bad. Um, I should have appreciated the moment when it, what was going on because I. You know, looking back, a 16 seat blew the fucking doors off. 74 to 54. Yeah. It was a complete blowout. It was a blowout. It was, was no incredible. It was awesome.
1: Should we say Ryan Odom? Like, this was not Andy Infill. Like, usually you see those guys that will get mm-hmm. hot in March, like the shock of smarts. Like, and now I'm going to use this to reach right. the next spot. Ryan Odom, dude, he was, like, very excited about Maryland and right. Baltimore and just, like, putting that team on the map, and he was like, yeah, I want to come back, got a raise and seems excited about it's it. It's
0: weird to me, though, that they're from Baltimore, but they have, like, the Retrievers mascot, so, like, there's, there's the, by, by being the Retrievers, like, there's this element of cute and, and kind of, I don't know how to, I don't know how to my, my image of UMBC is like, oh, that's cute. Because they got like the retreat. Because everyone's tweeting golden retriever. I own a golden retriever. Mm -hmm. I love them. Shout Um, out to Moses. Shout out to Moses. They. My my image of UMBC is like really cute. My image of the city of Baltimore is like the wire, Mm -hmm. and they live on like polar opposites. And
1: that's that's an interesting. In the words of Greg Oden's favorite song. Meet me in the middle. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right in the middle. Right in the middle, Greg. I hope you listen to this. Uh, let's I get to the next <laughs> <when> one <he can. laughs> yeah, Let's listen um, to the next team that matters. Uh, or maybe not. Mainly just the guy. We talked yeah, about this is this, this is, is just a guy people. team. This, this is a g- guy team. Because if you know about the Campbell Camels and you've been to Bowie's Creek, North Carolina, first off. Good for you, proud of you, but also what? Uh, Chris Clemens has dominated basketball uh, for Campbell. He's made them great the past few years. He scores a lot of points. He's fun to watch. He's like a five nine guard played at Millbrook. Didn't re- get recruited really by anybody, and now he's put his name in the NBA draft. Past few years, he's going to have another great season this year. I think
0: I should have double checked this, but I, I I'm this is I'm pulling this from memory. I think he has um, the exact same amount of career points as Mike Dom. I think like they are both they're, they both have a chance of cracking 3,000 career points this year.
1: Wow. Yeah. So he averaged so 25.1 tri- and then 24.9. So he's basically 25 points every single day. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah.
0: He's a senior this year. Um, they, the other thing about Campbell, they play at Georgetown in November. They play at Miami in December. So there are, there are a couple games that we'll be able to watch them. Um, although I'm not sure if the Georgetown game will be on TV. That doesn't really feel like a TV game
1: Miami hopefully will be on TV somewhere. I think Miami has a chance to be on TV and it also feels like a game where like Chris Clemens could do like a curry thing where he has like mm-hmm. 35 40 points in a game and upsets Georgetown and people I'm fascinated lose by, their by minds. Chris
0: Clemens I'm fa- I was fascinated by Marcus Keane um, I'm fascinated by I wrote an article last year about it all the all these guys that are five nine that score a ton of points and it doesn't make sense to me and um, basically the article was like Anybody anybody see all these five <laughs> nine guys scoring? And then, Anyone and then, watch Isaiah Thomas then, play with the Celtics? And then everybody and like people are reading the article and they're expecting me to like explain what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, like I, have no I, I have no idea what's going on. This is wild, isn't it, folks? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> um so yeah, Campbell, Campbell's on our list. That's just a guy team. We I, I literally know nothing else about Campbell. Mm. I don't need to know nothing anything else. No. Chris Clemens fine. is gonna score, he's gonna have a game this year where he scores fifty, and that's <laughs> yeah, awesome.
1: And he's gonna have twenty-five points a night.
0: Yep. So uh moving on, this is a storyline team. Number ninety-four. Maine Mm. uh, and you're asking yourself (laughs) What (laughs) wait what here's the here's the story with Maine Maine's head coach was the women's coach the head women's coach From 2011 to 2017 Mm -hmm. the head coach at Maine He takes a leave of leave a leave of absence um, in 2017 to get what is called a craniotomy and then he returns as the men's coach that's really all I have. I, I'm not even sure I can offer <laughs> yeah. commentary on this. I just wanted to like explain to the world that this is a thing that happened. That the the head basketball the head the men's head coach at Maine was the women's coach for seven years, six years, something like that. Takes a leave of absence to get brain surgery and then comes back the next season as the men's coach.
1: So you're saying it's a robot and this yeah. is all a farce and brain surgery is just you know rejiggering the wires. So now that they can coach men's basketball,
0: yeah. Like what if what if he had like the wire crossed and then like he came back and he thought he's the men's coach and everyone was like scared to tell him no and yeah. he just like walked in and he's like I'm the men's coach right and they're just like let him have no it. your office is down the hall he's like but then no one was everyone's know, like no i've seen X Machina. Yeah, just let him yeah, have just it just let him have it just let him have it this I'm is all about the uprising. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 you
1: don't want to do that uh,
0: the other nugget about them uh he he brought over one of his women's assistant coaches uh to the men's program so Maine is the only program with a women with a woman assistant coach a female assistant coach a woman a woman there you go so they're, they're the only program in, in men's basketball with a, a woman on staff.
1: I did not know any of this. As uh, we were, so we were getting the teams, we had to get one nugget. Uh, the That's thing, my nugget. The thing that I learned was this team has 12 people on the team. Eight of them are from different countries. And I'll just mm. list the countries out. Ukraine, Sweden, Serbia, Ontario, which is Canada, <laughs> Taiwan, Latvia, Croatia, mm. Lebanon, what? Did, They're all over the map. So did, Maine is everywhere. On. And my my final thought is, how do they not play Juicy J? We get in Trippy Maine every single game.
0: <laughs> did any of those guys win your league MVP? Uh, we should double check. that. I
1: think that. they. I should double check that. We'll look at it. We'll, 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 do, we'll do the research.
0: Uh, moving on, number ninety three on our list is the High Point. Um, what is their nickname? Let's, let's try to take a guess. The High Point. Uh, Joints. Yeah. Because you're say at the, high say point. the Mountains. The. Mm. I'm gonna guess like Musketeers or something. Just. The Cavaliers. some, some just that has no sense. You know what it is. What is it? Panthers. Oh, that's even worse. Panthers? <laughs> what, what the fuck? It's
1: like, all right, starts with a P. P- Wildcats. <laughs> um, High is, Point. This is all yeah. coach. This is yeah. coach-driven. My only note on High Point is university. They do your laundry for you. If you go to this school... You pay what? God knows what uh, for whatever the the I don't even know it's like is this 60, in North Carolina. Yeah, it's a private. Oh, that's how you, okay. High Point, North Carolina. It uh, used to be the furniture capital of the state. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, shout out to Kimbrel's Furniture, uh, but High Point, North Carolina. Uh, they this school was like pristine. Like Toby Smith, people are feeling bad for him. He keeps playing the martyr card. High Point is so nice, like the nicest campus you'll ever see. It's like Elon, like same thing. Yeah. and they do your laundry for you. Like basically every Everything is on campus. You don't have to leave or do anything. It, it is it is the best setup in sports for Tubby Smith. So anytime you hear him kind of like playing the martyr card about how he got pushed out of Memphis oh, no. all that stuff, none of that. So
0: that's that's another thing I learned is that I was I was playing the martyr card for Tubby. Yes. And I I was doing this for Thad, and I I even did it at the start of this show. I do it for Thad Mata, and then I go meet with Thad Mata, and he's like, Mark, I'm making $3 million to sit Mm -hmm. on my ass and grow a beard. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the life. I Mm -hmm. love my life. You Mm -hmm. don't have to worry about it. I'm cool. And then the same thing with Tubby. Like, part of me is like— You're like, Thad, are you burning money in the backyard? He's
1: like, yeah, sometimes."
0: Yeah. Then the same thing sort of happens with Tubby where I'm like, is anyone going to talk about how fucked it was (laughs) that he just kind of was— Run out of Memphis because he because Penny knows the number one recruit next year, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of I feel inclined to to mention that. And then I look it up: Tubby Smith's getting paid ten million dollars by he's owed ten million dollars by Memphis, <laughs> and they have to pay. It's not even it's not even one of those things in the contract where if you get a new job, it gets erased. Yeah, he's still going to get that money. So he's he's sitting there like I'm back in my alma mater. I'm getting my laundry done for me. I'm yes. making ten million dollars from yes. Memphis. I'm my good. P- my players are getting I'm their good. laundry done for yeah. them. Like everyone's pretty happy about it. Um, it this works. is here, I got I got a little bit of trivia for you. Don't look it up. You got your you got your laptop over no, there. No, I'm, I'm Well, I got um, two
1: lane, I got two lane notes. Oh, up. <laughs> don't worry.
0: You're ready for the next team. Spoiler alert, too late is coming next. Um Tubby Smith has coached now. This is his seventh Division 1 stop. Can you name the seven schools? No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I don't have him written in front of me. I swear I don't. But I'm. I'm well, gonna, he was at High
1: Point before. He was at
0: Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa. Then he was at Georgia. Kentucky. Then he's at Kentucky, Minnesota, Texas Tech, Memphis, High Point. Yeah, Texas Tech is the one that I think people, I, will people forget because yeah. I,
1: because it is yeah. the perfect like Bob Knight, Pat Knight, Tubby Smith like random people. That yeah, coach dude, they were there. running
0: through like all sorts of former. <laughs> like, oh, you're a legend. You used to and, be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, come, come over. Oh,
0: dude. Also, uh, uh Billy Gillespie.
1: Yeah, pouring out. He ended up there, right? Yeah, we love Billy Before, Gillespie. in yeah. this program that was
0: like that was post the Kentucky thing, right?
1: Yeah, that was like where you're he, yeah. he was the John the Baptist of John Calipari <laughs> at Kentucky. You know, he, he had to exactly. go down for Calipari to come. So. Exactly.
0: Uh, so yeah, that's high point is number ninety three, just because of Tubby. Uh, we love you, Tubby. You won a national title. Uh, your your stock your your star has has fallen in college basketball. People like to make jokes about you. We remember you won a national title. We remember
1: and. Toby, I mean, obviously he didn't have Casamigos tequila and he didn't have George Clooney at the game and and all that sort of stuff when when he won his title. But we should say Toby Smith has now been asked about the uh, college basketball corruption and he's been amazing. He keeps kind of flip flopping his answers. He goes from one way of "there's no corruption." I agree with Roy and uh, yeah. Coach K. To like, yeah. there's been some times where I felt like I had to, you know, yeah. make some decisions that were compromising my he program. Gets, he gets asked the question. He goes, "Let me, let me, let me
0: flip it on you. What do you want me to say?" <laughs> yeah. Because just let's, let's just pretend that I said that, <laughs> and then that's.
1: Yeah. What are
0: what are you as a journalist expecting me to say here? Just plug that in as my quote. And And look, I'm just at
1: Cracker Barrel and High Point, and all I want is my chicken fried chicken, and just want to chill here (laughs) and not. Somebody do my laundry, please. (laughs)
0: Um, Moving on, number ninety two. Tate Tate spoiled it. Uh, uh, I know a lot of lot of you are on pins and needles wondering who the number ninety two team is going to be. It is the Tulane Green Wave. Green Wave. Green
1: Wave. Green Wave. Singular. Yeah, Green Wave. Um, and why Tate? Explain to the people why. Two words. Actually, I guess you could Three add the. Yeah, the senior Mike Dunleavy Senior. Yeah, uh, very interesting character. Always he came into Tulane. This is his third year.
0: Within five years, either way, how old is Mike Dunleavy Senior?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go over. She's he's older than Sister Jean, but <laughs> younger than God. <laughs> So somewhere in the middle, Mm -hmm. somewhere in there. Uh, He had Melvin Frazier last year, second round pick. uh, And apparently they've retooled the team. They're Mm -hmm. now wearing Carolina blue, even though, again, they're Tulane. They're the green wave. But apparently the seafoam is blue. So now they're wearing blue. Uh, They're an interesting team just because we've talked about it a myriad of times in this program. What do we need? We need private schools and we need bags and we need... Mm -hmm former Duke people. Guys like guys that look like they're in the Mafia when yeah, they're sitting on the yeah, sidelines. Yeah. They're pinstripe like, shirt. Sure. He's got bald head. Bald head's even stronger. Bald's stronger, yeah. yeah. It's like Bald's kind of stronger. So Dunleavy Sr. But
0: he's got to have the pinstripe suit. That, that, Definitely. That, already, that ties it in. Yeah. That's done. Yeah. And it's New Orleans. If you do bald head without the pinstripe, I don't think it pops as much. You got to get the pinstripe in New Orleans. Yeah, he's good. He'll be fine. Um, how do we feel about the third color, or the um or whatever, like you said, you brought up the, the light blue. The, yeah, the, the, I, these it doesn't make exce- any sense. Because I, I when I was at TCU, they they mentioned this to me, that, that TCU here's a little nugget for people at home that might not realize this. TCU's three-point line is red. Um, and the reason why is because TCU is starting to like incorporate red into some of their stuff, because apparently horned frogs, this is all true, Tate. <laughs> this is all true. Mm-hmm. Apparently horned frogs, the real horned frogs, Shoot blood out of their eyes at their prey when they're like hunting. They like, or maybe, maybe when they're being attacked, they shoot blood. I don't, I don't remember, but they shoot. What does the blood do? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, would they just
1: wipe it away. So,
0: so they're like incorporating red. And like someone was telling me that I was like, that's a cool story. Uh, can you just stick to the purple and black though? Cause that's, that's a ball in color scheme. I don't like the red. Get the red out of here. So it's like what an what accent color. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I don't really love the purple at Clemson either. Kind of weird. That's, yeah, I know. That's yeah, I know. That. You better know. watch out for that. People are going to be hot yeah, about that. Yeah,
1: you're going to have some purple shorts being sent like, to you pretty soon. Yeah, I
0: know. Yeah, th- that'd be a damn shame, wouldn't it? If Clemson, <laughs> <to win> me,
1: <laughs> if Clemson tried to win me over by sending me free shit, it'd be funny if Brownell is like getting it. The, someone hey. says that and he's like trying to send it to you. He's like, "What's this guy's name again?" It's like Brad. Mark Titus. He's like, "Why do I know that name?" Yeah. <laughs> he's
0: like, "I think I recruited. I, rec- I recruited this guy. At UNC <laughs> Wilmington." Yeah, you have my address on file, Brad. Send it. Just send it to my parents' old house. Oh, it'll it'll get there. Um Moving on our number 91 team goddamn we're not even through 10 teams. uh number 91 the UMass Minutemen uh i i wanted them on this list because what has happened to UMass mm-hmm. i just realized like we were going through just looking at all the teams i realized that i haven't really cared about i i remember they had one year where they made the tournament not too long ago um i think it was like 2013 14 2014 if i remember right um but then i thought about it more i was like I haven't really cared about UMass basketball in a very long time, and this is this is sad. And I don't say that to make fun of UMass. I say to to to, to bring it to the to to the table, to the podcast, and say what can we as a podcast do to help UMass get back.
1: Uh, I think we should try to get Marcus Camby. Should we try to sign mm-hmm. him and get him to come play to, there? Yeah,
0: yeah. He, why not? Is there
1: Marcus Camby Junior yet? Why not? That's what we, I mean, there's got to be someone that will come play for UMass. I don't know why not. They have history mm-hmm. What happened in the rivalry With Temple That used to be a thing Right I don't, I, What happened to any Like if you told me that Again if you told me That like UMass <laughs> that has had a like chain, program Chaney and Calipari That was cool. If you told
0: me That like after they Made the tournament In 2014 They folded the program I'd, I'd be like I, I guess so I, I mean it's Again I'm not Trying to make jokes It's like I, I I don't know What happened to UMass Uh They do have LeWayne Pipkins I think I'm pronouncing That right <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like Sure <laughs> all, all the preseason Magazines told me That they have a guy Who averaged 21 <laughs> points A game last year Um no, I I wanted to put them on there because UMass, to me, if I'm one of those guys, like I'm old, maybe it's a sign that I'm old, Tate, because I'm I'm one of those people that if you brought up UMass, I'd be like, yeah, they have a great basketball program. I wouldn't think anything of it. Well, they're then, an old program. They've been yeah, around for exactly. a long time. Julius Irving
1: played there. He should be their head coach. Dude, that's that's, that's kind of what like, I think every, and it's sort of happening. Georgetown, we've seen it. Memphis, uh-huh. we've seen it. I just think you just take your your best, your best like, like Horace Grant should be the coach of Clemson, you know? You take Memphis your best alum, is happening. You just, yeah. You just put a figurehead there. Toby
0: Smith's going to his alma mater. Yeah. Roy Williams is at his alma mater. Mm. Alma mater coaches. We should do it. We should do that. We should pitch that as like a radical idea of like one year of college basketball, we have to shuffle the deck and all the coaches have to go to their
1: alma maters. It's the only time that I guess it's not nepotism, but it's the only time that like people are cool with someone like you know like if you do something in house like that, everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like we're excited about this instead of being like, why did not we try to find the best candidate? Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) Why are we settling for this?
0: Uh, So UMass, we wanted to give them a shout out again. UMass fans, don't be mad at us. We're we're doing we're we're giving you a shout out. That was the point of bringing you up. Was that we're saying we can't let let us know how to help you. Mm -hmm. We're here to help. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number ninety, a team that needs my god a lot of help, the Washington State Cougars. My note on Washington State was this: Uh, Are you aware that Ernie Kent coached at St. Mary's? Because I had no idea. I was researching Ernie Kent's life. I remember in Oregon, we all do. Yes, Um, he coached at (laughs) St. Mary's. So I go to I go to the Gales. Yeah, the Gales. Yeah, the Gales. The Mm. the St. Mary's we all know and love. The Mm -hmm. uh, the Australian national team. I didn't know if it
1: was like a a the school like girls and Australian
0: national team B team basically St. Mary's. Um. Mm -hmm. We, I I went on Wikipedia on obviously on St. Mary's page, and it was funny because they don't even mention Ernie Kent. They don't even, they they literally on St. Mary's page do not mention anything before Randy Bennett got there. That's like when the basketball program started. And I thought about it, I was like, that's when I assumed that the basketball program started, but it's not. Ernie Kent was there. And Ernie Kent coaches at Washington State now. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, what is
1: he? Why is he talking about Ernie Kent so much? You're like, well, that's because he's the head coach at Washington State. My only thing about Washington State is the only note I had. They take 11 three-pointers a game, Mm. and apparently that's like, they big should deal make more for of them. them. They should probably make a lot more of them. But I just thought it was interesting that they're leaning into taking more threes under Ernie Ken. And it's Clay Thompson yeah. went there. So, you know, I like that. 11 three
0: pointers a game is not a lot of three pointers a game.
1: Yeah. No, it set a Pac 12 record by making 11. Oh, they made game. 11. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. said They attempted no, 11. No, no, no. They made yeah. 11 a game last year. That was a Pac 12. Oh, you got
0: me. I guess I I
1: guess I just made it <laughs> obvious that I didn't watch a ton of Washington
0: State last and, season. And again,
1: uh, Ernie Ken is the head coach at Washington State for people that don't the only thing
0: that. I, The only thing I know about Washington State is they have a kid named Carter Skaggs from Logan Sport, Indiana. That's my dad. Dad's hometown. Mm. Um, all, all my dad's side of the family still lives there in Logansport, Indiana. Uh, I watched this kid play in high school because my cousin was on the high school team with him. Uh, he, I remember last year the one Washington State game I watched. He got hit in the balls on a closet. It might have been two years ago. He, someone on USC punched him in the nuts as he was shooting a three, and then he like collapsed into a puddle and was holding his nuts. And then I was like, that was funny. <laughs> the, the Chris Paul
1: treatment. Just hit, so him right, hit him right in the nuts. That's my uh, Washington State report. I have um, one more guy. Ahmed Ali oh yes this guy I'm scored a hundred yeah he scored a, <laughs> he's a freshman he scored a hundred three points in a Canadian high school game and he hit 22 three-pointers That's a lot of three-pointers. So Ernie, Kidd, good, yeah. Ernie Kidd does not play smart, layups. Hold on, that's a smart thing though Like if you're if you're I mean,
0: I, I would prefer to see it at mid-major but Washington State like again I'm not making jokes. I'm just being a realist here kind of a dog shit basketball program mm-hmm. um you got to do something to shake it up. If you're trying to, if you're Washington State and you're going into the Pac-12 season saying we're going to try to beat UCLA and Arizona at their game, you're fucked because you're never going to do it. What you have to do is make up your own game. And, and that, that game is up just keep jacking, yeah, up, jacking threes up threes and they go in. let will yeah. see what happens. So I, I dig that. That's cool. Uh, moving on, number eighty-nine, the Illinois Fighting Illini. Uh, Brad <laughs> Underwood in his first season, in, first season, second season, third season, fourth season. Is it? Just go with first season. Yeah, we'll go with first. We were making this – I'm joking. I know it's not his first season, but uh, Tate and I were talking about this. All these guys that, like – Get hired and have like a big splash, but then kind of do nothing in their first season. Not, not 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 that it's their fault; they inherit shitty circumstances, but they don't have a great first year, and they kind of fly under the radar. Um, how funny it would be if like one of them just pretended like year two is their first season. Yeah, that's what I like. If said. Archie Miller came out, yeah, and was like, I'm was really like,
1: excited for this yeah. first year with Romeo. Getting it Romeo for first year. First year, is he <laughs> talking about Romeo? It's like just spin it. Spin yeah, it, whatever spin way it. You want. yeah, just like this is. I'm excited to see what Archie
0: can do with the, <laughs> at, in Indiana. Um. Brad Underwood, he, I, I got this quote from Brad Underwood. Uh, I pulled this. He said that Illinois should be elite, and I don't, I don't think he was talking about this team. I think he was talking about the program. And the reason that was noteworthy to me is because Brad Underwood is doing well in recruiting right now. Illinois is not going to be very good this year, mm-hmm. I don't think, but the, he is recruiting well. Um, they did lose a, an an in state guy to Ohio State, not to brag, mm. uh, a four star guy, but uh, he he's he got the five star point guard. I forget the kid's name. That's uh probably going to start for them this year. Um, they're going to be okay, they're going to be better. He's, he's doing well with the recruiting. But Tate, the fact that he's he's going out there and he's publicly saying Illinois should be elite, that is, uh, I like the confidence, but are we worried that this is like setting, th- th- it feels like a quote that's going to come back to bite you in five years when you win 24 games and you're like, I'm doing a good job, right? And then everyone's like, remember, remember when he said you should be elite and mm-hmm. we need to be competing for Final Fours? So anyway, that was that was interesting. I like the confidence though. Right now, it's good. I like it. I dig it.
1: I like that Illinois is leaning back into, like, the D. Brown, Darren Williams era of Illinois basketball. If you follow them, Illinois basketball, Twitter, any of this stuff, like, D. Brown's around a lot more. You can just see that they're trying to—they're they're, they're playing the member berries game. Like, oh, right. I remember when we made the title game. You know, right. like, they're they're leaning really hard into that. And then the only note I had was apparently there was a fight in practice the other day. Nice. Uh, I love A five-on-five five fight. And it all started because Brad Underwood—this uh, is during rebound drills. He was basically calling them soft. Um and just he was he was just trying to get them to fight uh, based on this report uh, that was in the Daily Line, that's awesome he was trying to get them uh, heated up it, it led to a fight and Brad Underwood was very excited about it and I feel like based on what we just saw in the NBA with fights and stuff that there's this whole like negative connotation I was fight. talking to a former basketball player that said they used to practice how to fight people. Yeah. So, so the, the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what they would used to do. This is what the Pistons used to do, apparently. They would get in practice. So you would act like you're trying to pull, like how LeBron pulled Chris Paul out. Yeah. That's the move that you usually do. You act like you're pulling him out, but you just hold them there for your uh-huh. for your teammates just to, to punch beat them. the shit out of them, I love basically. It. I love uh, it. The lamb beer treatment. Yeah. And people were mad at LeBron, old heads from the 80s, because they thought it was soft that he did the right thing by grabbing Chris Paul, but then he pulled him out. Mm. And they're like, the real move, he you know was a good teammate to run. You just hold them there and let them tee off. I love it. We we want fighting, uh, obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, fi- <laughs> fight. It's it's so, it's so I, funny. It, the, the, I mean, <laughs> anytime people fight, it's like the fight, like the, the Xavier Cincinnati fight that uh, happened. Yeah, you know the zip them bro- up, zip them up thing. I, I made the I made the comment at the time. Like everyone was pretending like this is like the darkest day in the the history of the rivalry. Cincinnati and Xavier fans were like jerking off as that was happening. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is awesome. We love that this is happening. They like no one ever. People like fights. As long as no one's like seriously injured, we can take a punch to the face. Like it's not gonna you know. Yeah. As long as you're not like like you put a guy in a coma, probably cross the line.
1: Yeah, and most <laughs> of the times like you miss you miss the punches you yeah. throw. I mean
0: But a little scuffle, you 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 tag a guy in the jaw and you kinda get shaken up. you know, that's it's good for the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good for the sport, you know, keep people home. <laughs> Brad humble.
0: Underwood is a hundred percent a coach who in practice I've never watched a guy pract- run a practice, I've never been in one of the practice, but I can just tell he's a hundred percent a coach who, uh, the ball is always live, even when it goes out of yeah, bounds. And re- he's that, one of those That's coaches. pretty much what happened in yeah. the rebound drill. He he's was like, like, the ball's like into the third row, and he's like, it's live till I blow the whistle, damn it. <laughs> I hated those coaches, man. I played for one in high school like that. I was like, what the, like, you want me to climb into the bleachers to get the ball? What? <laughs> he's like, like for like, 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 it. He's like, I want you to
1: <laughs> shut the fuck up, is what I want. <laughs> like, what?
0: <laughs> Coach, you know these lines that are on the, on the floor? That means when the ball goes over, it's out of bounds. Shut the fuck up. Um... Moving on, number eighty eight, Seton Hall. Uh I, I, I want to make a confession. Seton Hall is a blind spot for me. They are a, a a good college basketball program that I seemingly every year like don't pay enough attention. Like I don't know enough about Seton Hall and I wish I did.
1: Well we were I lucky wish I knew more. We were lucky for the past few years we've been able to say, Well, Delgado, yeah. Desi right. Rodriguez, like, I, we've had all these familiar names and now we're getting to the point where we can't do that. When anymore. I get in
0: conversations with people about Big East, uh the old Big East, everything, I always I I anytime Seton Hall gets brought up, I pretend like I know what I'm talking about and I'm very, that's, that's always like a, an insecurity for me is that I have to fake my Seton Hall knowledge. I remember, I, re, I remember in, I watched in the 1989, I, I didn't watch it live, but I remember watching on YouTube the 1989 title game and they got screwed and uh, people forget that, Tate, mm. that, uh they they did not foul Michigan. Michigan was down one, and Ramil Robinson takes the ball to the hole, and then they called a foul, and it was a terrible call. And then Michigan hits the free throws, and the Michigan won. The or, Steve, no, they sent it to overtime. And Steve Fisher special. Yeah. Uh, so I remember that about Seton Hall. I remember Eddie Griffin, who was basically Anthony Davis before Anthony Davis. Mm. Yeah. That's How good about comp. that? Is that a good yeah, comp? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Eddie Griffin invented Anthony Davis. <laughs> his his one year, he was like 17, 10, and like five blocks a game or some shit, if I remember right. Um but yeah, just in general, I wish I knew more about Seton Hall. I wish I had like these Seton Hall moments that like stuck with me. Is Seton Hall the best really.
1: school in New Jersey? Mm. In basketball, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel like Princeton. I feel like Princeton would try to argue just because you know. they invented the Princeton offense and just classic Ivy <laughs> Leaders would. And obviously, we know Rutgers is not in the conversation. So, what it, about
0: the New Jersey Institute of Technology?
1: Yes, got to take them into account. Yeah, let's well. all let's always check that out.
0: Um, you got anything else on Seton Hall?
1: No, not really. Just that they lost all the guys that I was really in love with. Yeah, they lost
0: four of their top six scores. And now
1: they have a bunch of sophomores that are apparently going to make the leap. That's My favorite part about uh, previews and the way that people write previews is... The mm-hmm. optimism, just the the inherent optimism, because everything is these are all niche sites that now write this stuff. It's not national sites right. that are being obje- like being subjective and like trying to say what will happen. Right. It's everyone's like this guy averaged one point seven points per game, but I've been watching. If He practice. can make the jump. <laughs> he, he had fifteen the other day. If so, he can make the jump, let's say if he averages twelve a game this year, yeah. you know, and you're like yeah. that is a really big leap from it's one point seven points per game to twelve. Are uh, you talking about
0: what everyone's doing with Rui Hachimura or? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, Seton Hall lost four of their top six scorers. They do. I, I I looked up their schedule. They play Kentucky, Louisville, Maryland, Nebraska, and Rutgers, in non conference. That's a pretty good non conference. I mean, you know, especially like, Rutgers. It's not like a you know, it's not like a murderer's robe And they play Boston College
1: too in a charity game, I think, earlier oh, really? in the year. Yeah, so that's a. I nice. think they just set that up actually.
0: Sweet. So Seton Hall number eighty eight. I would I would like to know more about you know. If someone wrote like a definitive book on the history of Seton Hall basketball? Please please. Show it to me so I can read it so I can be up to speed and and have more references than just like Eddie Griffin and PJ Carlissimo and that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> um, number eighty seven, last one. We'll take a break. Uh, the Cal Golden Bears State.
1: Mm, mm mm mm. The are you gonna call it the worst team in the Pac-12 this year? I'm calling it Jason Kidd's next stop before he goes to the mm. Lakers. Ooh, uh, wow! Again, the California Golden Bears. That's a program that we both. I mean, there there were not far removed from you know the chance when Jalen Brown was a five star recruit coming out of Marietta, yeah. Georgia, committing there, and they get Ivan Rabb and everyone's like, it's Quan. This is at the time it was Quanzo, so everyone's like, Quanzo Martin when, is gonna, when, yeah, when he Kwanzo hadn't changed to Conzo yet, yeah, right? when,
0: yeah, when Quanzo Martin, uh, back when he was having promising teams that didn't live up to their potential on the West Coast instead of the Midwest, yeah, right, well.
1: And injuries derailing them because <laughs> yeah. Tyrone Wallace right, got hurt, exactly. right? Yeah. That, you always got to have a caveat with Conzo yeah. because it wasn't his fault. It was it's the injuries fault. that happened mm-hmm. later in the season. Uh, so Cal was fun for like, you know, what, 18 minutes of talk. And now we're at a point where Waiking Jones is, I mean, why I don't, I, I don't want to step over the, I think he's the worst coach in basketball. And that is why he's interesting to me because I've never, I, he may, I mean, there's so when many When I games. think of Wyking
0: Jones, I think of Cal fans watching, their team play, and basically doing the Nancy Kerrigan, Why, King, why, 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 why?" And and why King not getting why they're upset? He's like, what do you mean? Like, what? (laughs) We won eight games. That's more than the football team (laughs) won last year. Calm down.
1: (laughs) And every single thing this year is, uh, all the headlines, again, this is optimism, inherent optimism. Everyone's like, why King Jones is out to prove the critics wrong and show changes. And so I was interested in that, and I was and like, the, "Let me see what people wrote last and the, year." And the critics responded, "Okay, <laughs> okay, cool." They were Prove the, it, bitch. There were the exact same headlines from last year, so they just recycled it. Uh, I don't see how he lasts yeah. um, much longer, uh, but but at the end of the day, I think I'm hoping that Cal will go. Like we said, bring back J Kid, yeah. give him a chance. Bring just that, one that's year, J Kid.
0: That, that's the move. I mean, that's and that's then the LeBron thing will thing call the...
1: and say, "I'm about to trade Lonzo and the rest of these guys out of here. I need J Kid back."
0: it's the hot thing to do bring back the all, when Larry Bird goes back to Indiana State we'll know that something's really crazy is happening with mm-hmm. these uh, players going to all mm-hmm. the monitors. Uh let's take a break we'll come back finish the rest of our uh, first 25 our first quadrant our uh, what would, is this Q1 no, Q4. Q4 this Q4. is a Q4 we'll come back and finish Q4
1: this episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by an all-new season of the Showtime original series, Ray Donovan, starring Lee Schreiber, John Voight, and Susan Sarandon. LA's top fixer has left Hollywood and all of its dirt behind, but New York City, that's right, New York City, has its own seedy underbelly, and Ray is quickly lured back into bearing the secrets of the powerful and political. His professional and personal turmoil threatened to drag him down, but Ray always finds a way to take control. Keep up with all the action on your own terms, stream, download, or watch it live. Just be sure not to miss out. The new season of Ray Donovan premieres Sunday, October 28th at nine only on Showtime. To try a free month of Showtime, go to Showtime.com and enter code SHINING. This offer is for the first-time subscribers only and expires October 31st on Halloween. Again, go to Showtime.com and enter code SHINING. All right,
0: Tay, we're back. Uh, we're going to jump right into
1: it. Number 86, the San Diego
0: State Aztecs. I don't know why I keep saying the nicknames of all these teams because um, I'm, I'm going to get tripped up on some of them and not know. I do know the Aztecs, though. Uh, they won the Mountain West Tournament last year. First First year without Steve Fisher. Or was last year the first year? Or was this the first year? Or is next, or or this Steve is last Fisher year? gonna be coach of the year? The, is this the Steve Fisher retirement year? This is last year, right? This then is his reti- farewell tour. Yeah, this yes. is a farewell tour. Uh no, last last year was the uh the first year without Steve Fisher. They they were not gonna make the NSA tournament. It, it was um not looking like it. It was looking like a very mediocre year. And then they go on a run and win the Mountain West tournament. Um they get an 11 seed in the NSA tournament and they lose to Rob Gray in Houston on the on the buzzer beater. Yeah. We remember all remember. The man bun. The yeah. Rob Gray man yeah, bun. Of course. And his, Houston. His brother, the Cougars came back. His little brother with the man bun. Yeah. yeah.
1: The real Cougars came back. Yeah.
0: So that was that was San Diego State last <laughs> year. Um Yeah.
1: I think the interesting thing about San Diego State is, first off, 2012 was a big win for San Diego State basketball. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, like, Steve Fisher, Kawhi Leonard, that was a good time for them. No. The world was supposed to end. So said the Mayans. Ooh. And it didn't. And it didn't. Huge for the Aztecs. Point for the Aztecs. Uh, the Incas, they're not a mascot anywhere else. You see any Mayans being mascots mm. anywhere else? Mm. No, just the Aztecs. So they're unique in that sense. So great, mm. great for them to have that. And uh, as far as their team, I know Brian <laughs> Dutcher. <laughs> yeah. And as far as basketball, uh, Brian I Dutcher. That, you know, I love that.
0: My note, like we 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 made our list of teams, and then we go and it's like we we made an agreement. Like you just go write jot down like a couple notes on each team, and we'll try to go through them quickly. And my notes are like, yeah, they they won twenty seven percent of their games uh, in conference three years ago, and your notes are like. Free laundry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my notes are like, why Why are the Mayans not a mascot? Uh, I do know. The only thing I did have outside of that was they're playing late games, and we're, we're on the West Coast, yeah. uh, not to brag to the world, but uh, they're tipping off all these games like 8 p.m. or later, um, and a mm. lot of them are on weeknights. And I don't really know why they're doing this, but so I kind of like it. So I the East Coast like doesn't watch it if they yeah, suck. Yeah. yeah. It's smart. It's smart. Like it's it. genius.
0: Uh San Diego State is probably um I, I'm certainly not well versed in Mountain West basketball. I do watch it when I can. I mm-hmm. I do I'm I'm, I'm Greg Odin with the Mountain West basketball. I I enjoy a good Mountain West game when I can find it on my T V. Um so take that with a, take my opinion with a grain of salt, but I think they're the best team other than Nevada in the Mountain West this year. Um so. New Mexico. You you think New Mexico. Well they're coming up. We can nice. talk about them in a second. Uh, well, yeah, let's let's move along. We'll get to New Mexico in a second. Uh, number eighty five, Oregon State. Um, they have Wayne Tinkle, Tinkle as their head coach. His son is the best player on the team. The Tinkle and Tinkle show. Uh, that's pretty much it. We'll we'll say this about Oregon State. We'll, Trez, Trez Tinkle. Trez Tinkle. We'll say that we'll say this about Oregon State. We'll say it about Washington State, Cal, all these teams. The Pac-12 is the Pac-12, so somebody's got to be good. Um, UCLA and Oregon and Washington, people like. Arizona, we'll see. Uh, but, you know, it's up. It's always up in the air after that because the Pac-12 becomes just like a... Who the hell knows what's going on. I out, do like the conference.
1: father-son combo just as far yeah. as chemistry goes too because in the day, if you're a player and you hate your coach... Yeah. But your best player is the coach's son. You can't really voice the you know what I mean? Like you're you have to play both sides. That's a that big point.
0: that's a big mom thing. It's the like, big Dermot. That's the it's that's when the mom comes in and it's like the the player complains to the mom about dad, the coach, and then the mom has to yeah. That's where we get like the like if Oregon State was good, we would get the mom profile, the the tinkle mom, and she'd be like, Yeah, it's hard. I gotta Wayne, he stuff.
1: does not respond to criticism. <laughs> he likes when you tell them when he does good things.
0: Uh so they uh I had this nugget. Oregon State, twenty-eight straight years that they finished five hundred or worse in Pac-12 play. Twenty-eight straight years—that is older than you, almost (laughs) older than me. Whoa! Yeah, that's not good. I think here's here's my here's my solution: Mm. Oregon State to get it back, to get Oregon State back. And were they ever there in the first place? Gary Payton. That's about it. Gary Payton Junior. Yeah, (laughs) also the Junior. Uh, To get Oregon State to get something going, uh, I have an idea. I've, I've mentioned this idea before.
1: Change your colors because you're they you have the same colors as Terrible. Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, just stop it. it Halloween's only idea. once a year.
0: Bring back the Sailor Hat logo with the beaver wearing the hat. Make mm-hmm. that your primary logo. NC State's doing it, and look what Kevin Keats has got going on down at NC State. Corruption. Uh, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Bring back the Sailor Hat logo. I don't understand. If you are a school that has ever had a Sailor Hat logo, why did you ever go away from it? I don't get it. Every single every single Sailor Hat logo I've ever seen is fire. Every single one of them. I'm like, that's amazing. Why is that not the primary logo? I love them. That's what they got to do. Because the, the one they have now is like a a beaver, like a pointed beaver. It's 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 terrible. But I hate their logo.
1: It's now. one thing for a wolf to sell, but it's another thing for a beaver to sell when it can mm-hmm. just swim. <laughs> Our number eighty four team <laughs> is Ole Miss. Um Can we just start with this? I love Andy Kennedy. Uh, He's having a great. He's gonna have a good year. Isn't it
0: weird that Ole Miss uh, is called Ole Miss? That like everyone just adopted that and they said we're Ole Miss, and like no one stops to think like, what does that mean? (laughs) I was was
1: like, no one stops to think about Mississippi, so they just keep moving on.
0: You know what I mean? Like no one's ever like, I don't know. They're a running
1: joke at this point. Kermit is their coach. And if a man like, named Kermit is a yeah. coach, they go by oldness. They definitely Kermit, have a sailor hat logo somewhere.
0: Kermit Davis, uh, first of all, speaking of Wikipedia, like I've done many times on this thing, uh, look up Kermit Davis's Wikipedia picture. Just go to Wikipedia. And, and this one's serious. Everyone listening to this, I implore you to go to Wikipedia and type in Kermit Davis and tell me that this man's picture does not look like he's a senator. Like it looks like the page, for, it looks like the Wikipedia page for a senator. So just. <laughs> College, you just look it up. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It? it looks like he's a senator. It's hilarious. It does not look like a basketball coach at all. Um, Kermit Davis is he? He he actually is in his first year. All jokes aside, uh, at Ole Miss, he just got hired. He uh, had three straight twenty-five win seasons at Middle Tennessee State before he, he came to Ole Miss. So we'll see what happens. But I don't know. I feel like my comment about Ole Miss needs needs more uh, acknowledgement. It's weird. It's weird that a school is like call us. We're not the university. We're not Mississippi. <laughs> We're we're like Old Mitt. I don't know. That's the only school that does that.
1: What? Did they go by the nickname?
0: Yeah, like what? I don't know. It's it's like the official name. It's like Old <laughs> Mitt. Like I don't know. It's just
1: it's it's interesting. It was confusing to me as a kid, and then I and then I put it together around like eleven years old. Uh, Kermit Wait. Davis. Apparently, people were upset. This is what I read. I went on the message boards for Mississippi, right? Because you know, this, I just feel like this is a place. They're very they're very upset that of the street ball. Uh, that Andy Kennedy played. That was the oh term that they kept using. I wonder using. what that means. Um, <laughs> and I, honestly, like I just did the Google Finder and just did Streetball. We ball hate that Streetball, and- but we <laughs>
0: love Marshall Henderson.
1: <laughs> and so that was coming up. They're like they kept saying Streetball, and then they kept saying, I mean, I missed the Henderson days. And oh, I was, oh no, not and, like this, Ole Miss. And, I, and I was like, not like this. We should just call Mississippi.
0: <laughs> what happened to What happened to the Blindside, old Miss? What happened to Blindside, old Miss? <laughs> Nothing but know. love.
1: Oh no, not, not like Where's Lewis the Dewey family yeah. when you need him? Um I think Kirby Davis I mean he seems like he's he's like excited for this opportunity. Uh one three one defense. So not that was the other thing. It was street ball and a two three zone. So oh, the two three zone was taking a lot of shots.
0: You talking about Duke or <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Syracuse. Um, <laughs> just kidding, but uh, that's all I had on all of this. Basically, no structure,
0: so no structure on offense and laziness on defense. Yeah, sounds, yeah they were very like upset a, about that. Sounds like a team. So I'm I felt bad for Andy about. Kennedy, one of the uh, number eighty three. You mentioned them earlier. We're we're getting to them now. New Mexico. Um, big news out of New Mexico. I have I have a little nugget. Breaking news. Uh, this this part isn't breaking news. Jaquan Lyle towards Achilles. We all knew that that happened. Uh, yeah. What's breaking news is that people don't realize this. Jaquan Lyle, after he tore his Achilles, five days later, he was in Columbus, Ohio at the Ohio State football game versus Indiana. I was tailgating on campus at Ohio State with the basketball team, and Jaquan Lyle just comes walking over, and everyone just goes, wait, what? I'm sorry, Jaquan, is that, are you not supposed to be in New Mexico right now? So I have no idea what the hell's going on with Jaquan Lyle, but...
1: Yeah, is he, is he transferring?
0: No, dude, he transferred from Ohio State. That's what I'm saying. That's, is yeah. he coming back? No. Like that, is he <laughs> it's very strange. So Ohio State's awesome. I love it. Great school. <laughs> great facility. Great, great basketball program. I'm, I'm, I'm really into this. This happened with, uh, this happened with Walter Offit too, who's, who's a friend of mine, and I, I love Walter, and I played with him, and uh, he transferred from Ohio State to OU, Ohio, because he wasn't getting enough playing time, and then like every summer he would come back to Ohio State open gyms as though he never transferred. There's just something about that place. Like people just think it's just like. Because we, we have our brotherhood, right? The the basketball <laughs> brotherhood. And you say when you're in the brotherhood, you're in the brotherhood for life. Mm-hmm. And then so they just take it literally and they're like, Hey, I was in the brotherhood, right? And we're like, You transferred, bitch. Get
1: out of <laughs> <Yeah>, here. <laughs> yeah, like, not like this. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. They have uh the Yukon guy, right? That's a, that's the only thing I had. It was Vance Jackson, the Yukon guy. No, transfer. dude,
0: you're missing the, the guy that, the other guy they have is Carlton
1: Bragg. Oh, uh, that's pfft. the guy. <laughs> Who's, so who's older, Mike Dunleavy, Sister Jean, or, or Carlton Bragg <laughs> at this point? I mean, my goodness. How many he's teams can he play for? He's a freshman. He's How many excited. brotherhoods is he in? Yeah, he's, an, think, he's got a lot of fantasy smart. football leagues. That guy's got a tough time.
0: Um, Yeah, New Mexico. I, I made the comment, I think we're, when we were doing the West Coast thing, <laughs> I made the comment that they have Jaquan Lyle and Carlton Bragg, and I'm worried you can't have two knuckleheads on your team. You can only, There's only room for one. Jaquan Lyle towards Achilles, maybe that's a good thing. for. I mean, Jaquan Lyle is going to be their best player, so that's probably not a good thing. But now they only have one knucklehead with Carlton Bragg.
1: Is Brad going to play for real? Do we even do we know that? I assume.
0: I, mean, I don't know. I assume so. Like, what is he just transferring? Just like, yeah, to get alumni status at all these schools. I mean, like it's probably said. just
1: for the classes, right? He probably just there's some yeah, certain that, classes that's what it is. To play. yeah, 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 yeah right to up. take it there, so he can play. Yeah, that works out. Can we leave New Mexico? I love New Mexico. I think they're a fun team. Lyle going down was not fun. I like him as a sleeper because Nevada. Nevada. We're gonna talk about it a little bit later, but I, I'm just scared that a conference play they're gonna overlook it. And they're not going to
0: lose the conference, but they'll lose
1: in the conference.
0: That's what I mean. They're going to yeah, overlook a lot. It like they're going to yeah. get tired. They're, they're gonna not going to go undefeated. Through. Yeah, you don't you don't mean they're going to get like third in the conference. No, no, yeah, no. I'm right, saying they're right. going to
1: sleepwalk through some right. games. Probably lose New Mexico. Right. Uh, speaking of sleepwalking, let's talk about Stanford basketball. Um, number 82 on the list. Speaking of guys
0: transferring for academic reasons, no, uh, Reed yes.
1: Travis, their best player,
0: best player at Stanford, wasn't getting challenged academically. Mm, um, at was, Stanford, yeah, he he got his degree from Stanford. Wanted to pursue graduate opportunities. Looked around, said Stanford. Not challenging enough. You know what it would challenge me academically? The University of Kentucky, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. he and learning the school of yeah, life from yeah. John Calipari. Yep. So he transferred away from Stanford. That's that's a tough look for for the old Cardinal to have a guy trans a graduate transfer away from Stanford. Like there's, it's, it's tough good. for
1: the transcript and the resume, right? When you ask what happened at Stanford, and you're just like, yeah, I just want to go down to Kentucky. You know, just yeah. a better opportunity for <laughs> it, me. It, how
0: how long must that have taken? Because the, the rule with graduate transfers is you have to transfer to a school that doesn't have a program that the school you're at has. Mm-hmm. So, how hard must that have been to like find something that Kentucky had? <laughs> just like, he's, he's, what is he, is uh, he he's, he's One he's, word agriculture. Yeah, it's like horse, <laughs> horse racing. <laughs> he's getting a graduate degree in bourbon. Textiles and agriculture.
1: Uh, do you guys have that at Stanford? Okay, I'll see you guys later. I'm going to play for Coach Cal. <laughs> and, and they were like, all right, that works. Um, they
0: Stanford has made one NCAA tournament in the last. Ten years, and they went to thirteen
1: of fourteen NCAA tournaments before that. So, blame Johnny Dawkins or no?
0: Johnny Dawkins went to the NCAA tournament,
1: but with the Lopez twins, right? Is that when mm-hmm. they went? When were when, when the? When I've I, I ever
0: written down as twenty fourteen. Maybe, maybe that's what I. Maybe I got UMass confused with Stanford, and U, I don't know. Anyway, who knows? Who, who it doesn't matter. Shit? Basically, gives, the, does anybody the, give a shit about yeah, 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 the,
1: <laughs> the last time that Stanford really mattered? Is when the Lopez twins isn't, were there. Isn't that's Stanford's coach am. a Roy guy? Yeah, of course. Passed. You don't, that, so you're not taking credit for this? No. Jared. Well, Jared has, has not been there very long. He was at UAB before. I think this is his first season, right? I think it is his first season. That's what the, that's what the media is saying. This yeah. is his first season. Yeah, because last, uh, <laughs> last year didn't happen. Last year didn't happen. That's the first game. And next year is going to be his first season as well. Stanford <laughs> <laughs> plays at North Carolina. I'm going to be at that game oh, Monday really? night. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's the first time. So I'll see them in person. The Cardinal, if they look good, I will be sure to point that out. If they get blown out, I will definitely be sure to point that out. Jared, what's his last name? Jared, it has Hmm.
0: It's an unfortunate last name when you're coaching a shitty basketball team. Yeah. The, more like Jared Butt.
1: <laughs> <Whoa, laughs>
0: um, we move on. Number 81 on our list is the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, coached by Lane Kiffin of College Basketball, Josh Passner himself. Um, this is Passner's youngest team at Georgia Tech. He lost Ben Lammers, he lost a he lost Tadjik uh, uh, Jackson. Um and you think about all that he lost, and you think to yourself, why was Georgia Tech so bad last year? Because mm-hmm. they should have been better. They should have, they started the year in, in China, right? And they played UCLA in China. And then uh, and they led, and with, yeah. the,
1: they led Liangelo to steal that yeah. stuff. And, and those then guys. that was yeah. like
0: the last we heard from him. And then we never heard from Georgia Tech again. But and, then, we were, and then they
1: had like first
0: round pick. Uh, ben Lammers was like one of the best players, like talent wise, in the country. That.
1: But we remember mm, really what happened, right? What happened? Passner. Mm hmm he was he was going yeah. through uh the ringer as they say. Oh yeah, off the right. court,
0: off court. Yeah. yeah,
1: and he has been cleared. Mm. If you if there's any optimism for the I'm Georgia right about, Tech fans. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. So he got cleared and they found the assault claims to be false. I think it was in June that I I remember seeing it in the summer and thinking to myself, I need to remember that this happened just so I can, you right. know, say Josh Pastner will be, you know, back in some capacity. So I do think that Georgia Tech and Pastner, are, last year should have been a really good season for them just based on the players, like you mentioned, Jackson, Koji, all those guys, and Lammers, of course, I think that Josh Passner will be back. They got mentioned in the NCAA stuff mm-hmm. uh, as as a, as they tried to recruit Nick Batum when he was in France. Obviously, mm-hmm. Passner wasn't there at the time, but that was good PR for them. That was good PR because then people were like, like people were like, "Oh yeah, I remember when Derek Favors right. stood up in the crowd and committed to Georgia Tech when Paul Hewitt was there, and I remember when you know Jared Jackson was there, and I remember you know all the all these times in the past when Georgia Tech actually mattered to mm-hmm. us." So I think it was good news, and now the All Jackets are uh, Luke Schenser. Trey Young hit the shot. in yeah, from preseason the G, from the G. G in, yeah, like it's great for Georgia there's, there's Tech. There's like subtle pub that's coming out. Yeah. This is good for Passner.
0: Georgia Tech still exists. That's uh, it's great. It's great for <laughs> Passner. Pa- you know, Passner was hired at Memphis when he, he was 31. He's my age.
1: Yeah, no, he was supposed to be the Sean McVay uh, of college but, basketball. But he was yeah.
0: 31. Lane Kiffin was 31 too when he got hired by the Raiders. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the whole Chicago, the, the, the going back to Chicago State thing. I'm not too young, Tate. To, I'm, yeah, I'm 31. Do you know how much I know got, just as much as Josh Passner did? Do you know when he what you got Memphis. over
1: five years too. At, at Memphis? 30-1? Yeah. What? Four point five million. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god.
0: I'm no. How much next, did Will I'm Barton d- get? Move move on to the next team. Pepperdine. I'm I'm done. I'm done with <laughs> Passner. I I, four, he got four, I can't even. I was trying to I was trying to coach for free. goddammit. it. Yes. And he got four point five million. Yes. You just got Memphis. Move on to Pepperdine. Uh, speaking of coaches, Lorenzo Romar is back. Mm-hmm. Stint number two at Pepperdine. He's coming home.
1: So, who's the more impressive comeback guy? Dave Lato, Tubby Smith, mm-hmm. or Lorenzo Romar? Cuz all three of them are very it's
0: Romar, Romar going to have the most success. Yeah, I think yeah. Romar's the one that's going to win. It's the Bill Simmons Sleeping Giant Pepperdine. Uh he also has Ken Bone on staff. Remember Ken Bone? Not the not the guy, not the mustache guy, that the that the not the the red sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not that guy. Yeah. Not the uh,
1: meme. Yeah, not
0: the meme. Uh the guy who was fun. I I knew who Kim Bone was because he was the head coach of Washington State. I knew who he was before the the real Kim Bone came along because I thought Kim Bone was like a fantastic porn name, and I used to make jokes about the head coach of Washington State having a porn name. He's now the associate head coach at Pepperdine with Leonard Romar,
1: and we usually call uh, the associate head coaches in our business bad guys. Yeah, the bad guys or fall guys. Yeah, yeah.
0: Depending. So uh, Romar, I hope I hope Romar is like, I hope Washington fans at this point are fond of the Romar. You're like it, it's like. Enough years pass and then you look back and you're like, We're appreciative of what you did for the program now that you're gone. You know what I mean? I hope that's the case. Oh come on, Washington. I don't I don't like think they should want him back, but I think that like if you mention Lorenzo Romar's name in Seattle, people should be like, Oh, I love Coach. He did he did great here. I love what he did for the program. I think that
1: happens when Brandon Roy takes over. Okay. As we've talked about plenty of times. You don't think program. Hopkins
0: is sticking around. Well,
1: I mean, just Syracuse might come calling. Well, Starbucks is probably calling and saying, yeah, "Why'd you no. send all those gift cards yeah, away? Now yeah. you owe us a lot of money." And he's like, "Wait, what?"
0: Um, yeah. Anything else with with Pepperdine? Other no, than just Lorenzo basically Omar the, the fact that
1: Lorenzo Omar is worth watching. We're gonna make a lot of jokes about it. We're definitely gonna go to some games. We're gonna games. go to some games. Out yeah. There, yeah, that's pretty we're much what it. Is. Again, that. this is our top 100, not your top 100. We'll we're gonna, be gonna at take, We're
0: gonna try to take Simmons to a game, and then he's gonna watch a game. Like he's gonna actually go to Pepperdine's gym and watch like what level of basketball Pepperdine is. and He's mm-hmm. gonna be like. Oh my God! I made a huge mistake. Yeah. That there should be, you know, he's be like, when are the varsity. <laughs> this,
1: this team couldn't beat the '86 Celtics. McHale would take these guys down in the post. Titus, Titus, if you got five friends from Columbus, you think you could beat these guys? <laughs> There's 15 guys on the bench. They're just like hearing this because we're the only people in the gym.
0: Uh, number 79, UNLV, the running Rebs. Um, I put I wanted to put them on the list because UNLV, like UMass, is a team that a sleeping giant, a sleeping giant that I still have very fond memories of. I still hold in high esteem, and we gotta we gotta do whatever we can get to get them back. Um, and we we know that like it's gotta it's gotta involve bags and bags of cash. Uh, I said that I, I forget what pod I said it on. That probably the West Coast one. That UNLV's mm-hmm. path back is to get the mojo back. They gotta they gotta be cool again. We gotta get them. They don't necessarily have to be going to Final Fours. We have to get them on like the the Miami level. Like, I think that was the, the example I used Miami football, where Miami football pretends like they invented everything that's mm-hmm. ever been cool ever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, we started that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we need UNLV to be. Is like we've started every cool thing. We're the cool program. We go 21 and 12 every year, but who gives a shit? Because we're super cool. I, that'd I be think awesome.
1: The thing that is concerning if you're a UNLV fan is obviously McCoy and some of those guys last year that were there. Anthony, Anthony, like, the guys that have left that were good last year, they didn't really do much. Like, Menzies, Menzies is cool. Marvin Menzies, their coach. Great name. Marvin Menzies. Great name. Seems like a really cool guy. If you follow him on Twitter, he's always like, he seems like a lively guy, got a lot of energy. So that's mm-hmm. all good stuff. But – they don't lean into the history before because it's hard to because of the NCAA mm-hmm. implications. Right. So the LJs— and You the can't Gre- be proud of it. You can't be
0: outwardly proud like, of Like, it. Greg yeah. Anthony's
1: son, Cole Anthony is the best player in the country next year. Yeah. There should be at least rumblings that Cole Anthony is considering going to UNLV. Right. In, in a perfect world. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's not the case. Like right. He has no intention of even visiting Like, greg,
0: Greg's greg got it. Yeah. Like, UNLV boosters are kind of like, come on, Greg. At least, like, get <laughs> get us on the list. Like, you, you don't have to actually visit, but just put have them— we make the little graphic. Just throw the UNLV logo. What's the harm in that? It's You're
1: also like, funny too because no. if you go to Cole Anthony with money, he's like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm my, my dad's. No, I'm my dad's all right.
0: Um. Yeah, so we we want we want UNLV back. That's that's why I put them on the list. There, I don't I don't think they're going to be that great this year.
1: No, they lost some talent last year. Yeah, they year, lost but a lot of talent. Again, Minzy's is a cool coach there, and you know the conference we'll, is. We'll keep is an open. eye on them. We'll keep yeah. an eye. We're, We're going to be in Vegas, yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Him. We'll
0: monitor the situation. Thomas and Mac, we love it. We'll be monitoring the situation. Uh, three more teams to go, and boy, are they three good ones. Um, number seventy-eight. Have you ever shot that shot? The Georgetown Hoyas who are playing a slightly better schedule this year. Last year, they had one of the worst schedules of a power team in the history of college basketball. It was like, yeah, it was it was bad. Um, and this year, it's slightly better, but still not great. But the one thing of note between last year Georgetown, this year Georgetown, is Riff Raff's cousin, or is he his cousin, mm. or is he not his cousin? Does it really matter? I'm going with he is his cousin. Mac McLong. Is a freshman at Georgetown, and this kid is going to take college basketball by storm. He is going to be the best player. Oh, wait, he
1: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, I just want to read a sentence in a, in a preview piece <laughs> that was to describe Mac McClung. Uh, the Hoyas should be ready for a reintroduction to the national spotlight simply. By the addition of internet <laughs> sensation Mac McClung. He already has the attention of major, major news outlets. One of the most five-viewed high school tapes of all time. Oh As someone God. who has dealt with a situation like this with when Seventh Woods came into North Carolina, I understand the, the desire to buy into the mixtape scene and for people to, again, Billy Preston made $90,000 off a of mixtape and never played a game in college basketball. People forget yep. that. I understand all that. The th- reason that Mac McClung, he's not supposed to be funny, but the reason he is funny because there's such a hype machine. Like, I think if you were just saying uh-huh. his name, you're just like, this guy, Mac McClung, you know? And you went to Georgetown practice and you were looking all around. You're like, uh, is it over there? You're like, no, that's James Akinjo. joke. You're like, is that guy over there? You're like, no, that's Grayson Carter. It's yeah. like, Is that him over there? Like, you would go through the whole right. team. And you'd and- be like, you mean the walk on this <laughs> Mac McClung? <laughs> and he's doing like layups <laughs> behind the back and all this shit in the corner. Uh, uh, true it's or false? So great.
0: True or false? At some point in November, or it's gonna be like December or January, actually. Uh, Simmons is gonna to come to one of us and be like, "Hey, I was, uh, hey Ben, showed me this Instagram. This Mac McClung guy. How's he doing at Georgetown?"
1: <laughs> You're like, not so good. Uh, he's he's playing seven minutes a game. Uh, that
0: being said, Tate, Zion Williamson, Mac McClung, dunk uh, contest. Who you got?
1: Uh, Zion. Mm,
0: okay, okay. Interesting.
1: In a word. Interesting. Zion. <laughs> interesting I don't know I'd have to think about it I am Dude. excited for Georgetown to be a talking point though because they deserve that 15 and 15 last year Patrick Ewing yeah. I doubted heavily on this program and he seems to love, back he loves college basketball Jesse really Govin's back who's yeah. good a star yeah right? he's, he's yeah
0: it's oh yeah he'll be first team all big East right I don't know I he think seems so. good enough to be for me yeah. he's got my vote um yeah. <laughs> uh Jim showed up. producer Jim who produces our podcast every so often when Kyle is passed out of the dark room don't say um (laughs) (laughs) jim showed me a video speaking of mac mcclung of this guy and i almost don't want to bring it up because i don't want to like ruin people's days yeah Yeah. and week it'll probably ruin your week but i also at the same time like i already had my week ruined so i want someone else to suffer my pain there's this kid called tristan Jass on instagram who is like the worst thing that's ever happened to the sport of basketball. That's the only way I can describe it. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: if you watch one video, you'll know exactly what we mean.
0: That's really all I'll say. I don't even want to tease it. Just If if you're so inclined, if you want to have your day ruined, go to Instagram, search for a kid named Tristan Jass, who is apparently semi-popular. He's got like 600,000 Twitter followers. And watch his videos. And then... And
1: then then Google uh, God Sham God and see that he has 6,000 followers (laughs) and say, what the hell is wrong with us? (laughs) I want off this planet. (laughs) (laughs) I should (laughs) probably quit the internet.
0: Um, Moving on, two more teams to go. Number 77, it's with a heavy heart that we must report that the Missouri Tigers are done.
1: Oh, I thought Schleybuck emailed you again. It's like an updated file.
0: (laughs) It's with a heavy heart that we must say that the Missouri season is over before it even started. Jonte Porter has torn every ligament in his knee, um, Jeez. he is out for the season, Tate.
1: What is, is going that, on with the Porter family I don't know. And, and injuries and just, I, oh, I, I don't guess. know. Jante was amazing last year for that team. I guess the good news is they had some guy commit, apparently. Trey Jackson is his name. So Konzo, again, just always building toward, we talk about diversions in life, like Kanzo is the king of, this bad thing happened, but here's this good thing that's also happening. It's sort of like right. last year with Michael Porter Jr. Everyone's like, "When is he going to play? What's going mm-hmm. on here?" He's like, "Forget about that. Mm-hmm. His brother's playing. His brother's really good. Just watch him play." And everyone's like, "Ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, we'll see what happens with Michael Porter Jr." Um, it's tough for Missouri, but it sucks. You, you described Missouri is cursed. They're right?
0: n- they're not just cursed. They're the most cursed program in college basketball history. It's insane. If you like go through, the, first of all, they've never made a Final Four. Let's just start there. Mm. That like they're probably the best program. That's never made a Final Four, and Xavier fans are upset that I said that. But whatever, they're one of the best programs and never made a Final Four. Uh You have the thing where I mean, just in the recent history, they they the 2012 season alone,
1: they are the one Frank Haith year. Yeah, Phil Pressey. First that, of all, your team. coach was Frank Haith. That's
0: yeah. <laughs> cursed. Um <laughs> But you won 30 games with Frank Haith. You won Hath. 30 games. You, the very last game against Kansas. Hopefully not forever, but for now, in Allen Fieldhouse, you're up 19 mm. second half. Blow the entire lead, lose to Kansas. Kansas goes on to win the the Big Twelve as they do. Uh, Missouri then, in that season, gets a two seed, loses the first round of the tournament. Um, you have the next year in 2013. They still have a decent team. Like Phil Pressey's back, and then Michael Dixon gets kicked off the team for his off court bullshit, and then he transfers to Memphis. So that that like season was. Sunk like before it started, and they
1: lost again in the first round. Were they like an eight or nine seed, and they lost again in the probably? First? Yeah, I think they lost again in the um, first round.
0: They they
1: it yeah, was like three when, years in a row they lost in the first. Then round. Haith
0: leaves, they they get sanctioned, they get uh, uh they lose two scholarships, <laughs> they get a postseason ban, but they were terrible anyway. They weren't going mm-hmm. to the postseason. Kim Anderson, like I think Missouri fans hated him. I I didn't. I don't know. I, like he, he Kim Anderson a was spot. like the
1: Jeff Budzelic of like yeah. Missouri. The same way he, was, he basically I mean, like, he came did, in to lose.
0: Yeah, but he did. I mean, the guy won like a Division II national title before he went to Missouri. So he's not like, it's not like he's completely clueless. Like he's. No, he just came in to just, lose. He just came in a bad situation. Yeah, he, yeah, came, he, was when, a, he
1: came when eyeballs were there. It's right. like, you just, like, you just come to did, lose. Yeah, yeah, lose three seasons we, for us, and then we'll. We need, fig- back. We need
0: someone to fill this position <laughs> yeah. and then we're, so we can fire you. We don't we'll want to spend a lot of money. Uh, meanwhile, Missouri has not won a conference regular season title since 1994. Wow. Isn't that insane to think yeah. about? Meanwhile, Having said all of this, I mean you could sprinkle in like other stuff that's going on, like uh, um, I, I don't know, like they had good teams and they never really did anything in the tournament, whatever. Uh, having said all this, are we sure Quinn Snyder didn't make a final four? He did not make a final four. He did not make. A final he made, final made the elite four. eight, right? He made a, an elite eight as a okay. twelve yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As it was that the cream rush team. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like one um, year they were really good. They uh, uh, all of that would be bad enough on its own, but then your most heated rival, your hated rival, your the, the, the team you despise, the team that there was literally. A st- you went to war with their state a thousand mm. years ago. Kansas mm. and Missouri went to war. Is like one of the best programs in the country. Wins the Big Twelve literally every single year and is churning out all this great success. It's 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 terrible. Do They're you think it's and, t- and now Kansas <laughs> is the number one preseason number one team and Missouri's seasons over before the season even starts. It's insane. You'd think like one year, just one year, that would get flipped just once,
1: but no. Well, so. I mean, who is uh, who is Missouri sponsored by? Mm. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the problem. Uh, I saw a funny comment uh, that I sent to you mm. uh, on the I AP like poll. Um, the first comment on the AP poll that came out with Kansas number one is the best team money can buy. Oh, that's good. That's funny. Yeah, and I get it. I just was like, what what are we doing, folks? You know, that's like how, how do we how do we let it get here? This is not funny. It's oh. like we need to be funnier. We need yeah, to be better. We, we as a society need that to was be too funnier. easy. That yeah. was a layup. You don't have to yeah. say that. Like Kansas, Bill Self mm-hmm. has no idea what's going on. He's just monitoring the situation. When, uh,
0: when all the stuff, when then say finally rules on this stuff, they're going to be so mad at Kansas that they're going to give Missouri sanctions. <laughs> um. Yeah, Missouri, we feel for you. Uh, Jonte Porter, we feel for you too. I mean, I, I, it's you know, it's it's one thing to be like, oh, the fan base, we're so sorry, but we're also we also feel bad for the kid. that uh, that came back, could have gone to the NBA last year, maybe sort of might have been a first-round pick.
1: We need to do a breakdown of families that have gone all in on one university and the success rate of that. Because if you go through, like, the Balls, the Porters, Mm -hmm. and you start working, I mean, the holidays have been great. Oh, my God. Plumleys. (laughs) What a—ugh, gross. Uh— Final team. team, yeah. Final team. Seventy six. Um Your
0: I, boys. yeah. I I it's it's again with a heavy heart that I have them at seventy six and not higher. Um but I was just being honest, you know, I'm just trying to be impartial here. The Ohio State Buckeyes, my alma mater. Um it's I'm I'm just being honest. I don't think Ohio State's gonna be that good. I'm cheering for them this year. We're we're taking it we're taking a big hit though this year. We we lost Cada to the NBA. We lost Jay Sean Tate to the three on three, <laughs> yeah, to,
1: to more success in life. <laughs> the post basketball, um, three on
0: three championship that he won for the Big Ten when we hosted that. Um No, Ohio State. Uh, I'm I'm still optimistic about the program. Like we got really good recruiting class coming in next year. But this was like in a perfect world, we're we're not blaming it on Kata. He 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 should have gone to the NBA. But I think like in the perfect world, Kata stays next year. We're decent this or stays this year. We're decent, pretty good this year. Then the recruits come in next year, and then you know everything's fine. But I mean, I'm excited for Chris
1: Holman's yeah. first year yeah. in Columbus. I think.
0: Yeah, Chris, Chris <laughs> Holman. No, Chris Holman had a good first fl- oh, year. Yeah, oh, so that's right. Okay, you, so you wait for the good first yeah. year. So you this know is I mean? his third year, so yeah, there's a rebuilding <laughs> yeah, back. Right, okay, that yeah. makes
1: sense. Now, now I'm working it out. I actually like Ohio State.
0: You know, his first year what you what you do is you wait till next year and then it's Chris Holman's first year again yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. every time you're down here I also like his first State, year by the way I think the Big 10 is not going to be great and therefore it's completely wide open and you've talked about it a little bit I think this, Indiana is interesting I think Ohio State is interesting I think Michigan's interesting I think Michigan State are, I think all four of those teams are the teams in my head where I'm like they have a real chance and then I have Purdue, at least, there are teams, so there'll be decent teams, Purdue here, is. here's I, the way... I know people are upset about that. Purdue, we'll talk about this when we get we'll, to them. We'll get to Purdue. Yeah, here's yeah. how I would frame the Big they're Ten, They're team number though. 75. I, I genuinely
0: do believe that, first of all, the Big Ten is going to be terrible. Um I think that's going to happen, but when you look around the Big Ten, I think the only two teams that are relevant that are better this year than they were last year are Wisconsin and Indiana. I think that those are the only two teams. I, like, Ohio State's obviously worse. Michigan's going to be worse. They're still going to be okay, but they're going to be worse than they were last year. Uh, Michigan State is, they're a top-ten team, but they're going to be, they are you know, they're more talented. We, we thought they were the best team in the country They're going to fall year. out of the top 25 yeah. at some point. Yeah. yeah. And then um, probably
1: come back in February.
0: Who else? Purdue, Purdue got worse. Like, they got Carson Edwards. That's awesome, but they lost... The rest of their starting five, um, Dakota and everyone else. Yeah, yeah I mean all on on, on down the line, like I'm yeah. sure there are teams that are like, that works, like Illinois is probably better, but I'm talking about like the teams that are at the top of the top, whatever. Maryland got worse. See, I think Indiana Dallas got harder. better. That's why I said Indiana, oh, Wisconsin, okay. yeah, Indiana, yeah. Wisconsin, only two teams. So like you're you're in a league with all these teams that are like kind of not necessarily in a rebuilding year or state of transit. It's not that dramatic, but they are in like a. They have to figure some things out. They lost a lot of pieces, and they're not as good as they were last year. So, uh, that would be the optimistic side from the house state. But the bad side is, I went to practice not too long ago. Um, we were, I was sitting with Dan Dockich. We were talking about the team, and he just turned to me and he's like, "Who out there is a pro?" And I was like, "Oof, <laughs>
1: that's you, you tough." Should have been a pro at what?
0: Yeah. As something other in sports. Exactly. A lot of them. Yeah, exactly. A lot of them, Dan. Dan, all That's of them. that's what really matters the most. Dan, I but thought no, this
1: was amateur basketball.
0: Ohio State does not really have uh anybody that's like like Caleb Weston is the one guy who might have a chance of playing professionally or they'll have guys play professionally, but like one guy that might be able
1: to uh Holman Make, Holtman, make always, a
0: make a summer league roster even. So it's that that's that's the concern with the house stages. But
1: Holman wins with no names because they play right. like smart basketball. And that's what he's always mm-hmm. been able to do. So if you have a lot of bad teams that are making yeah. dumb decisions, then you can win games. And you know, Listen, like I, think, I could totally see them winning games just because of Some people Holtman.
0: are picking us to finish like twelfth in the Big Ten. Yeah, I think that was the that's that was absurd. The note. Yeah. Yeah. That's absurd. What we're I saw was Northwestern
1: was thirteen, you guys yeah. are twelve.
0: We'll we'll be like seventh or something. You know, like we'll be like six. It, maybe we'll be better. Like it'd be awesome. I I think there's a way we can get better. Like all the guys we got Keyshawn Woods from Wake Forest. He, he should be pretty good. I like him. I actually yeah, met him. He's like a really, Yeah. He's a I, good I like, player. He's a good player. He's a great kid, though. Like, he, he, I have confidence in him running stuff. I was like, I trust you. I mean, you might fuck up, but, like, I know you didn't mean you to. You could score I points. I know you didn't mean to. <laughs> well, you scored points in the ACC. Yeah, right. And,
1: they, and, like, we talked about this randomly, but, like, some of those situations like that, it's like, you're in the ACC, you're getting screwed by all the other good teams, so you look horrible, and now yeah. you go to the Big Ten in a down year, and you look great. But Ohio
0: State, to me, is a team that is like uh, we were saying earlier, where you, you look at these teams where you're like, the guy averaged one point a game last year, and now we need him to step up and average 12. Ohio State's like, entire roster is pretty much that. It's like like it Musa, kind of was like that last year. Uh, but I know, Musa Jallo yeah. has an NBA body, and he just, last year as a freshman, uh, he was 17 years old as a freshman, and just had, just like he hit a wall, he had no confidence, whatever. If... If his skill can match his body, he could be pretty good. M- Micah Potter should be better than what he is. He's kind of, I don't know. So like all they have all these guys that like if they could step up, we could be pretty good. But um, we're not going to be great. So that's why I put him at seventy six because it's you know I'm I'm impartial. I'm good at this job. That was an objective choice, Martinez. I'm very proud of me. you. So that's it. Those are our 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 Q four our 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 bottom twenty five teams. Um, Anything else before we go?
1: Who do you think is going to be the most upset at, at the twenty-five teams we listed as we went through? I mean, obviously Sister Jean's going to be Jane upset be uh, um, if she ever hears that. I think so, I think Seton Hall will be upset because uh, be we, we said that we didn't know much about the program. Seton Hall has like a real fan base, and they'll yes. be like
0: listening, like wanting to hear, like give us the Nuggets. What do you think? Do you think our do you think our defense can stop yeah. Villanova this year? And like Who's we didn't offer is? analysis is Desi on yeah. the offensive yeah. boards.
1: You're like, what? Uh, I don't know. One of those number 1989?
0: somebody UMBC is going to be mad too because I was trying to I was trying to apologize to UMBC Mm -hmm. and I ended up just basically (laughs) defending Virginia again
1: Ryan Odom's a great coach though I do like the way he handled everything
0: until I come out and just say like Virginia sucks uh, I don't think I'm ever going to actually fully and we'll never do that and we'll never do that and then Chicago State fans that that rabid fan base is going to be very upset with me
1: again you made the list I mean that is a compliment in and of itself so that's
0: that we'll be back uh, later this week with, with more teams anything else before we go
1: no Goodbye. This episode of One Shining Podcast, again, is brought to you by an all-new season of the Showtime original series, Ray Donovan, starring Liev Schreiber, John Voight, and Susan Sarandon. L.A.'s favorite fixer has left Hollywood behind, but is still putting his unique set of skills to work for the powerful and corrupt in New York City. Political maneuvering, dirty cops, and family turmoil threaten to drag him down. Sounds kind of familiar, but Ray always finds a way to get what he needs for himself and his clients. Don't miss the premiere of Ray Donovan, Sunday, October 28th at 9, only on Showtime.